Blog Talk Radio. Against the canvas of the night. Appears a curious black phenomenon. Let's all get down. We gotta have what? We gotta have that love. What is the black star? Is it the cat with the black shades, the black car? Is it shining from very far to where you are? It is commonplace and different, intimate and distant, fresher than an infant. Black, my family thick like that strap molasses. Star on the rise in the eyes of the masses. Black is the color of my true love's hair. Star, the bright shining, hot calls of air. Black like my baby girl stare. Black like the veil that the Muslimina wear. Black like the planet that they fear. Why they scared? Black like the slave ship that they brought us here. Black like the cheeks of the roadways for tears. They leave black faces well traveled with years. Black like assassin crosshairs. Blacker than my granddaddy armchair. He never really got no time to chill there. Cause his life was warfare. See on the front line to black is all there. Black like the perception of who or welfare. Black like faces at the bottom of the well. I've been there before to bring the light and heat it up like Lock Ocina. Make what I imagine happen, but maybe I'm just a dreamer. I love rocking tracks like John Coltrane, love Naima. Like the student, love the teacher. Like the prophet, love Khadijah. Like I love my baby features. Like the creator, love all creatures. Who are knowledge, truth, and peace seekers? We on point like heat seekers. Targeting the black market, 10 strategists. Run up on them with the heaters. Everybody following with no leaders. Feeling like we killing ourselves because I know they can't Feed us, it don't stop till we complete this. Keep this fly. There's so much to life when you just stay black and die. Blacker than the nighttime sky, a best star in July. Blacker than the seed in the blackberry pie. Blacker than the middle of my eye. Black like Fela, man cry. The man want act who am I? I simply reply that you and I. B E R S A L magnetic. Work to respect the angelic. Climb the mountain top and tell it to the valleys enveloped. You're full of big cats, but you're not no me. I'm dark like the side of the moon you don't see when the moon shine newly. You know who else is a black star? Who? Me. You know who else is a black star? Who? Me. You know who else is a black star? Who? We. And we be shining and shining, but we rhyming and rhyming. We be shining and shining, but we rhyming and rhyming. Now everybody hop on the one, the sounds of the two, it's the third eye vision. Five sides of vision, the eighth light is gonna shine bright tonight. It's the third eye vision, five sides of vision. You know the light, go from the dark. The other way is ass backwards, absurd. Make you wanna crow like a blackbird, that's right. You're living from your first day to your last night, sometimes you show your ass like lit on your clothes when you froze in the black light. Dead that, before you get your head wrapped. Like we see through your voodoo just like you by you. You dealing with the black magic. Try to civilize you. Not walk on by you like civil. Lies to get you blacklisted. Being lucky for you like a black cat. A panther. Revolution is the answer. That's what we need. Greed like my people like a cancer. You and the black people unite. Let's all get down. Now everybody hop on the one. The sounds of the two. It's the third eye mission. Five sides of mission. The eighth light is gonna shine bright tonight. Everybody hop on the one. The sounds of the two. Up to eight lights shine bright. Call life. 
Mayotte Hotel, Grand Rising, and Better Love. You are listening to Dr. Robert X Forum by way of Truth to Power. I'm Beverly, and we have Dr. Robert X with us tonight. How are you doing, Dr. Robert X? You dropped the mic last time, uh, last week. I can't wait to see what you have for us this week. Hotel, Sister Bear, Hotel family. Uh... Okay. I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much going on. A whole lot. Yeah. Uh, right as the show is beginning, we're uh-huh. having major. We're having a major storm here in Chicago. And it's supposed to come here in Detroit tonight too. I guess it's coming well, over to visit us. Yeah. Well, it's kind of heavy. That's for sure. Is there, what is uh, a lot of rain? Yeah, just rain so far, but I don't know if it's uh it may be hail a little hail too. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm hearing stuff hitting my windows and it's not water. Okay. So we'll survive it. Right. There's a bigger storm on the horizon, Bear. Okay, what storm is that? Uh, it's a political storm. Mm-hmm. And hell come with it. <laughs> okay. And, and by the way, the name of the forum tonight is Dark Shadows. Shadows. Now, I know for some of us old heads, uh, that probably takes us back to a television program. You just come on in the afternoon about... Uh, the Barnabas family, uh, who are all vampires. Mm. And there, mm-hmm. it, it was a soap opera. Okay, okay. That's why it came on in the afternoon. Who was, <laughs> was the a... other soap operas used to come on? There used to be two or three of them used to come on. But that was about vampires. Mm, I don't know. Well, that's what we're dealing with vampires and other uh, and aliens and everything else. That's about the size of it, Bear. Mm. And uh, we got out here today a black and white. Yeah. And Hispanic. Mm-hmm. All all shades, all nationality. Uh, very, very interesting last few days, Bev. A lot of stuff came out in the media, mm-hmm. which prompted me to label this program Dark Shadows, just based on the supposition that we are not that far away from uh, real dark shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's really raining here, Bear. Is it? Well, we'll talk, and hopefully the power don't go out. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to my sister in Cali, Queen Sister. Know you're out there listening. I appreciate you, sister. But yeah, Bear, it's amazing. Uh things that we say on this radio program 
subsequently end up. Ooh, I hear it. I hear it. Is that thunder I hear? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Lightning, rain, and I don't know if it's hell. or hell. They said it was supposed to be hell. Well, that's what we got then. I, I ain't about to go mm. out there and check. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's coming this way. I hope it skip over us. But uh, okay. So now, what was you saying again? Get back to what was you saying? A lot of stuff happening, and it, it's just amazing how much we talk about things here on this program, mm-hmm. and they sometimes uh, themselves being echoed on other people's programs. Who is amazing to me, Bev, because when I used to do Sean Anthony's program, mm-hmm. was the uh, his when his show went off, Alex Jones' program came on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know Alex Jones was listening because on several occasions he would hear me use certain phrases, and then there it is in his program. Right. Yeah, that's how I can tell, too, when I hear certain phrases you say. I can hear it on TV. Well, you know, when when we did the analysis on the chromosomes, the how they were creating a, a, a 47th chromosome, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and pointed out that that's the genesis of the X-Men. Right. Uh quite interesting, Bear. I'm going to play something here and I want you to listen to it because you might recall well, it, it's self-explanatory but okay. it changed around a little bit to make it appear as though uh, it's just basically coming off the top of his head but it's not. Right. This happened uh, two days after the our last program where you said we dropped the mic. Okay. <laughs> oh, you tell me he picked it up? He picked the mic up? Apparently, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just okay. not. I, I don't know. Like I said, uh, I don't even remember uh, last week. Okay. But here's what happened. Check this out. Let me make sure I got the sound and everything up. Uh, okay. Nah, that should be enough. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. That's Kid Rock. No, it's such a simple thing. To say, I'm not going to support you because you're trying to cut children's testicles and breasts off. And by the way, I did the deep dive on the latest transgenderism situation. I've got cutting edge info on this, but I want to do this X discussion today about Google, which is Bud Light 2.0, jump the shark. But we'll do another X deal on Monday on the transgenderism. Because what it really is, is mutinism. There's X and Y chromosomes. Because all the chemicals in the food and water, there's more and more mutations. We don't hate the mutants. 
they've been hit by the enemy, but they want to get the mutants pissed off and think because they're all confused, we did it to them. We need to explain that globalists did this to you. So it's literally the plot from The Last Man on Earth or from Omega Man or nope. I Am Legend. Nope. We are now living that. Like Jules Verne's envision 130 years ago going to the moon, and we did it, and, 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 and it, it, it happened. But not just the good things happened, the bad things happened. So we love the mutants. We're not mad at the mutants. They want to confuse the mutants. We can bend the mutants back the other way, but no one wants to help the mutants. We have to admit what this is. All right. How about this? Because that's what we call these people. In the the X-Men, the X-Men are supposedly mutants. Okay? And... I'm not sure which X-Men it was that you can re- – where they went back to the 1960s. Um, I want to say Days of Future Past. But anyway, uh, Bev, he just changed the movie around. He came with mm-hmm. two other movies nowhere near uh, as explanatory as the X-Men is in terms of the whole LGBT slash transgenderism movement. Right. So we said they're trying to remove that sex chromosome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, article came out, I think, a couple of days ago, maybe. I'll, I'll put, make sure I have it tomorrow. Okay. Talking about the end of the Y chromosome. Okay. Now the only reason that that's gonna happen, because uh, mutations don't just take place in humans. Mutations take place in every species. But that doesn't mean that the species is becoming obsolete. When a species becomes obsolete, that's because somebody messing with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I just found that interesting. Two days later, he he come with this X chromosome analysis. Wasn't as thorough as ours, but that's all right. He get a shout out for repeating what we say here on Truth to Power again. He been doing that for years. That's what I'm saying. So I hope he kicked back and got his popcorn and everything right now. <laughs> he is. He probably is. Yeah, because we gonna. I, I don't. I don't really jump on this dude the way some people do, because he does have some very, very intriguing information. The problem is, uh, most of it is wrapped around him promoting himself. Okay, and again, that's all good. But man, you got a whole staff there, man. And you got other researchers researching. They they come over here and get your research. Well, I won't say it's necessarily mine. Let's just say it's cross-checked, okay? We we, uh, visit some websites and always have. Not just me and him. It's a number of people. You want to know what's going on, you're going to go to certain places. So we happen to visit some of the same websites. That's going to happen. No big deal. 
what I'm talking about is specific analysis of things. Okay? And I don't, like I said, I don't have a problem with it because <laughs> it happens mm-hmm. so often. Right? Now, I don't know this dude. So I just find it interesting that uh, I listen to him quite often. And when I hear our analysis, Bev, coming out mm-hmm. of his mouth, slight variations, it just makes me laugh. <laughs> makes me laugh mm-hmm. man. I, I heard him, and, and he was doing the interview, and uh, it might have been Tucker Carlson, I think, and he mm-hmm. was just praising him, you know, how he hitting it on the head, how his analogy, analogy is, and he did, and to me, I took it, I thought about you, and they was making it think that he came up with all of this, and he said, no, it's me and other people. That's yeah. saying the same thing. So I thought about it too. I'm saying, okay, that's his kind of way of, of saying, no, nah, it ain't all me. I'm getting it from other places too. That's correct. You see, you have to give credit to the ancestors. That's the people mm-hmm. that were doing before you doing it. So don't yeah. run around and think that because uh, you found a potato in the apple patch that somehow, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody could have easily threw the potato in the apple patch. Mm-hmm. Don't revolutionary. Because <laughs> I, I just, when I go and deal with white people and their sources, when I talk about the John Birch Society, I'll give a little historical context with the John Birch Society. When I'll talk about certain people. If I'm going to quote them extensively, I'll talk about their history and what they come from. Mm-hmm. I think that's necessary going to uh, lean on or rely on uh, uh, other people's research, you'll hear me mention Steve Coakley, Khaled Muhammad, Dr. Dale Blair, and others. <laughs> okay? So mm-hmm. just protocol to me. That's protocol. That's giving honor to the ancestors because that's what they are now. Right. So uh, I just thought that that was interesting. And uh, speaking of dark shadows, Bear, mm-hmm. the girl, I would have thought by now she would have had her ass out the air, right? Mm-hmm. Bear found some more stuff on her? Man, oh, man. Now they found that it's connected. She's being run by the White House. That's not allowed. All of that is connected. The White House is connected with everything, all of this going on. Yeah, but we have to be able to prove it. And that's what has brought us, okay, her whole case. There's a definite Biden operative running her office, ran her Mm. campaign. Mm. No surprise to me. He's directly running this, uh, the, her investigation, and he got caught. Mm. Okay, they got witnesses to the fact that he's running her office and ran her campaign, et cetera, et cetera. They got witnesses. So 
don't you find it interesting that uh, they got all these witnesses against Fanny and and uh, and her boyfriend and her man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm and waiting you know for them to go ahead. What? No, go ahead. Now I'm just saying, and I'm waiting for them to to get to come out with the other lady, the other black. Uh, the one that got out and say that he owed all that money, the real estate trial. They are, they are already on us. It's mm-hmm. just a matter got, of... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, no. they already got the stuff. They just take... this. They just take it their time. When, her, when they get finished whipping Fanny ass, they're going to go over there and whip her ass. Yep. I believe you're right on the money with it. That's what I see happening. Um, they're already tearing her to shreds for for her arrogance on Twitter, talking about Leticia James. Okay? So it's like I said, Bear, there's always paper. And what's really interesting is when you have the kind of attitude that these women have, the paper always pops up. Tomorrow I'm going to show the family some video of Jesse Jackson and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think the family will find it quite interesting. Just in case you didn't know Mm. All these mayors are now coming up under scrutiny from black people. Not white people, black people. Black people raising hell everywhere about Juan Valdez and all of his uh, gangstrous proclivities. But black people are raising hell everywhere about Juan Valdez being uh, allowed to butt in the line of progress. Okay, and it ain't they looking good. Take they take they they allow to take cuts in line in front of black folks. That's button. Okay, and a lot of a lot of black a lot of people and got killed cutting off people in line and and go. But uh, to me, I'm looking at it that you know we so laid back, and I'm looking at it that that this is a, a form of getting us moving, waking up as they say. Well, I, I just think that that's interesting, too, because, you know, we've used the a comical moni- uh, moniker of Juan Valdez uh, in a comedic way uh, to mm-hmm. describe it. It's like we say Old Testament uh, right. to describe Jewish people. It, it's all in a comedic form. I, I don't really hate any of these people. I just hate people's behavior. Uh, I don't care what color, religion, or whatever you got. I don't like certain behaviors, and that's what I base my criticism on, okay? Like if you're going to run for political office, then you don't want to observe the protocol, don't run. 
Because, see, I could never be a politician, right? Because I can't look at people and lie to them in their face. I, I got a problem with that. So there's no way I could be a politician because I'd be telling on everybody. <laughs> okay? <laughs> you a crook and you stealing? No, see, uh, when it comes to your lies, abusing other people, and affecting the lives of other people, which is what the body politic does, then I don't feel any obligation not to squeal on your lying, thieving ass, period. Period. Okay, now, if it's personal out here in the streets, and we operating in a system where whether you talk or not, uh, when you squeal, you squeal on the enemy, I get all that. Okay, we ain't talking about the streets. We're talking about the people that created the environment, the social environment in the streets that you see called politicians. They create the environment for what you see down here. We always say, don't look at and blame the gangbangers at the top without blaming the gangbangers at the bottom. I mean, the gangbangers at the bottom without uh, criticizing the gangbangers at the top because you wouldn't have gangbangers at the bottom if you didn't have them uh, banging at the top. They're the beginning of it. They create the environment, the social environment. It's all done purposely. So uh, I understand it. Uh, I just hope that other people understand where I'm coming from. When you hear me criticizing these politicians that are abusing the people, I don't have no favorite. There ain't no shades of gray there for me. You a crook, you a crook. Go find you something else to do. Get out here in the streets and crook your way uh, to a living in the streets. That's what we got to do. It's called hustling. But see, your behavior is inhabiting, uh, inhibiting the growth of black people. Now, if you've been in political office for over 30 years and you black and you can't so show me a vast resume of the things that you've done, no, and I'm not talking about fake award ceremonies and all this garbage. I'm talking about tangible things that you've done to move your people forward. I ain't talking about your church members. See, because that's what they do, your little clique. I ain't talking about your clique. Because, see, we just had a president for eight years who basically pulled his drawers down and squatted all over black people. And I don't care nothing about you liking him. That's personal. This is business. I said a few years ago, Orange Man was going to get 30% of the black vote. Then they came with the virus. I still say in 2000, he got 30% of the black vote. Now they're saying he's going to get 30% of the black vote, and it's probably going to be higher. Yeah, did you see him uh, giving that uh, rally, a conference at with the black folks? He went yes, to some I did. kind of black. Okay. Yes, I did. I most certainly did. 
They was all in. Did you see Biden when he went to the black family and sat there like a damn corpse? <laughs> While they ate some, some Popeye's chicken or some stuff that they picked up on the way to his house? Yeah. It's unbelievable. All right? But our people are catching on in droves. Everybody, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Because when everybody's paying attention, our lifespans increase. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to be paying attention to what's going on and out there killing people. Looks like Juan Valdez has picked up that mantle. And now everywhere you look around, they're killing people. Last week in Chicago, there was 100 illegals at the, at Home Depot here in Chicago. The media wouldn't show it. They jumped on some off-duty black Chicago police who were security at Home Depot. A hundred of them. But the media didn't run no stories on it to any degree. You put it like that. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. They still wet. They ain't even dried off yet. And already they raising hell, killing people. It's mind-blowing. And these Negro mayors are still fronting for them because somehow they think they're part of something. Remember when we used to have a guy that used to call in bed who had to label himself a black conservative? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And I used to tease him about, no, we separate. We separated whether we want to accept it or not. That's the social realities in this country. I'm not talking about everybody separated, but the vast majority of black people are separated from white people. We live in our own neighborhood. Pick a city. I don't care where you go. That's the harsh reality. And that's all right to me. Because if you want to go and live in an integrated community, you can go do that. I have lived in them. (laughs) Okay? So it ain't nothing. So what? If you want to live in an exclusive area, you're going to find less blacks. I'm talking about beyond the range of where middle-class white people live and middle-class black people live and and interact with each other on a daily basis. You can go to a community that's 95% white, and you'd be like a flying buttermilk. You're part of the 5% of blacks. Okay? You can do that. No problem. I ain't got no problem with it. My thing is, where are you in terms of your consciousness? Are you socially conscious? Because everything else takes care of itself once you're socially conscious. You see? It's all behavior. It's all behavior. It's out there. It's 
family. I hope I can find it. Okay. Oh, there we go. Check this out, man, family. article on Huffington Post uh, that talked about black mayors being under heavy scrutiny and any sign of imperfection, they usually get the act. Uh, it mentioned former Mayor Lori Lightfoot in uh, Chicago stating that she only served one term, which was considered um, historical and that that has not happened in 40 years in Chicago where a mayor was not reelected. Of course, the people were not happy with the job that she did, and unfortunately, they voted for that of Mayor Brandon Johnson, who seems like he is not doing a, a better job than she was doing. So he may also be a one-term mayor. But it talked about black mayors being charged with having to solve the crime problems um, in their city when their predecessors were not necessarily given that arduous task, right? Because we know that, especially in a lot of democratically ran cities, crime is on the rise and it is out of control. But the black mayors get in office and they're expected to do that. Now, I should say, a lot of times black mayors, they say they're going to do it, right? Take case in point, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. That was his thing. He was going to solve the crime. You know, he's uh, ex-police and all that stuff, too, so that kind of makes sense. But so they get in there and say they're going to do it, and you know you ain't going to be able to just do it like that because, as I said, the white uh, mayors, they didn't do it. Now, I don't know if they necessarily were interested, but they didn't solve the crime problem, but yet they want black mayors to do it. But black mayors, if you're smart, you wouldn't get in their lion. But see, the problem is this. Y'all know what the white folks be wanting to hear. Because when we hear somebody saying that they're tough on crime, that usually means that they're tough on black people. And black mayors, you know what that means. And so because you need white voters to vote for you, you get in there, we're going to be tough on crime. We're going to get the crime problem down. We're going to do A, B, C, and D. And then you get elected in there because... A lot of times those white people are like, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Get in there and being tough on black people, I mean tough on crime. And then you get in there and you see that you knew he was lying and the lie came to because you can't solve the crime problem. You know, in order to solve the crime problem, especially in our communities, you need money. Y'all ain't trying to throw no money at the problem. We need resources, right? A lot of our communities, we've seen um, good lucrative jobs dry up like that in uh, Detroit where they had all the uh, automotive factories and stuff dried up and stuff. Those factories were a good source of income for black neighborhoods and stuff like that. And so there are no really sustainable jobs that help black people do that. So where there are no resources, not enough good jobs in black communities, I would say any community, but since we're talking about ours, you know that crime is going to go up. It just is. So, again, black mayors, yeah, you know that they're expecting you to do these things, but they didn't force that on you. For one, they didn't tell you to campaign. I mean, I don't know, maybe they did. But they didn't tell you to get in there and lie and say you were going to solve the crime problem. You did it because you needed white folks to vote for you. 
And now you see that white folks want you to cash in on those campaign lies that you was telling. Now all of a sudden, oh, you know, they're expecting black mayors to do what white mayors um, couldn't do. Well, you should have never said you could do it. I'm just saying. The other thing is you got a migrant situation and, you know, Mayor Eric Adams and Brandon Johnson, I would have ventured to say Karen Bass there uh, in uh, Los Angeles. That it just happens to, you know, really explode, if you will, the migrant problem under your watch. So, yeah, you're getting the blame for that. You're getting the blame for the migrant situation, even though you guys aren't asking them to come in there, even though the Republican, may, uh, I'm sorry, governors are sending them in there. But y'all are, are at the helm of sanctuary cities. But y'all are writing checks, giving re, uh, resources away to the migrants. And so, yeah, you're getting the blame for that as well. You're also getting the blame for negating the black people that live in your cities. You're helping migrants and you're telling black people, we ain't got it. Oh, I got a black family and a black wife, and I got to take care of my own business. That's what Mary Johnson said in Chicago. We got soccer practice. What y'all bothering him for? You know, stuff like that. And so, I don't know, I don't feel sorry for these black mayors because you knew the job was dangerous when you took it, but you took it anyway, and you took it after you lied to people about you were going to solve the crime problem. You can't even solve your own problems, let alone solving crime problems. So, hmm, y'all tell me what you think of that. But anyway, before you leave, you can go to the African Diaspora. Um, news.org and sign up for the app that we have created just for you so we can spend a little less time over here on other people's platforms and more time on our own. I would love and appreciate you for it. And if you can, can before you leave, please subscribe to this channel and my channel, the Demetri Case. That's from the African diaspora. Okay. And she's basically telling everybody the truth. And so you got all these black politicians, all these black mayors who can't solve anything. Pick a subject. Well, why is that? Because they're not there to solve anything. They're there to manage the chaos and to keep it as manageable as possible. And they're there to take the blame. Yeah, but they, you know, they make associations with certain corporations. And what happens is many of them end up going to work for corporations or end up at some major university because uh, that's the feeding ground. Black people haven't gotten smart enough to understand the difference between and is what you want. If you want a communist to deal with capitalist problems, you got a problem. You got a problem. All right? If you want a capitalist to deal with a capitalist problem, now you may be on the right path. Okay? But many black mayors need to be adept at sociology Okay, i.e. psychology, all right? They need to be firmly abreast in psychology, all right? And they need to be spiritually grounded, conscious. Now, you can learn 
economics. That's not very difficult. But these other two things come with experience and time. And it has nothing to do with you going to somebody's college, getting a college degree. It has nothing to do with that. Some of the smartest people I've ever met in my life uh, dropped out of high school. Okay? Could do anything and explain anything. And that's anecdotal, but it's true. And once you understand that the world is becoming less and less reliant on people with college degrees, because now you've got technology that can basically tell you damn near anything you want to know. So you have to respect people based on where they're at. Unfortunately for the black politicians, I've not seen one that have gravitated to many of the ideas that come from black people that preceded them, from Booker T. Washington to what's the brother that wrote the book, uh, Black Labor, White Wealth? Anderson. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of models out there. Somehow, these Negroes don't gravitate to it. They basically run the same system that got us in the position that we're in to begin with. You see, you can't tell me you can't build financial structures. Uh, You can do it for white people, too. No big deal. You can do it for integrated groups of people. The main thing is deal with the problem. Deal with the problem. And if the current paradigm that you find yourself stuck in doesn't deal with the problem, then come up with some creative ways to deal with it. Otherwise, get your ass somewhere and sit down. Go get you another job. Get you another hustle. Now, if you disagree with that, go right ahead. All right? But the problems are generational. And to think that you're going to drop some socialism or some communism on people and that's going to deal with the problem, no. On the flip side of that is the heavy hand of the real system of white supremacy. If you don't do this, uh, you will disappear. We're going to cut this off. We're going to cut that off. We're going to restrict your movement. And when we come get you, gone. Because ain't no more rights. You ain't got no rights. And that's the paradigm that these black males, male and female, and if you pull up this piece, she's showing a number of these males all around the country. It's amazing how many of them there are. But the problems just persist. You got the feds on um, this mayor, one of the one of the mayors, this black woman that we highlighted from Dalton, right? They re- the black people in Dalton recalling her, black people. You got the FBI now investigating her, and now you got Biden people 
working undercover doing intelligence in a criminal case. That's a no-no. That's a hundred times worse than Watergate. Now, we told you what was going to happen with these black women out here running interference for this insanity. And they don't realize that as them being black uh, and the people that they're serving are white, the real system of white supremacy, okay, I ain't talking about all white people. I'm talking about the real system of white supremacy. They serving that. They are nothing more than dark shadows. You know what I'm saying, Bear? Yeah. <clears throat> they like the, the men that were sitting around that table with them young women. Yeah, just dark shadows. There's no consequence when the light ain't on. <laughs> I mean, when the light is on. There's no consequence. They don't even exist. All right? And if if the if the figure doesn't move, they don't move. Mm. They can't go nowhere and do anything unless uh, the primary they physical object is somewhere and does something. Mm. Exactly. They're nothing more than dark shadows. You got our former mayor get her ass kicked out of office here, and now she's at Harvard. How all these black people get up in Harvard? That's the headquarters, one of the headquarters, isn't it? It does appear to be that way, don't it? Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And then the tech monster and put her in charge of teaching anybody anything other than how to be ugly and nasty. Well, maybe they got a course in ugly and nasty. <laughs> If they do, she's certainly eligible to teach it. Let me, let me, but, but again, there, that was the Collins family on Dark Shadows, Barnabas Collins. Okay. You can probably, you can probably pull it up online, right? For mm-hmm. the family want, want to okay. trip on some, old, on some old school uh, uh, soap operas. That was basically revolutionary during this time, Bear. Mm-hmm. Because basically, the soap operas were all brand. 99.9% white people, and this doctor is having sex with this woman's wife, and it was just, it was unbelievable. But people used to set their day by it. And that was like the scandalous stuff at the time. Now, I couldn't sit there and watch them for five minutes. They used to make me angry. Okay? I couldn't understand why anybody would want to sit there and watch that stuff. But Dark Shadows broke that whole mold by attempting to bring in younger people 
by using vampirism as the foundation of the series and focusing on this family, Barnabas Collins. Now, I still didn't watch <laughs> Dark Shadows, but I did manage to maybe once every two months or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, at home. But that's what Dark Shadows was. So I find the parallel between these blood-drinking, baby-raping parasites that these people are serving, because that's part of it, too. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's amazing, Bear, how that seemed to fit. Because Barnabas Collins didn't get here by himself. He had a lineage. Okay, he had a lineage. It would be like uh, Donald Trump's lineage, right? We went through mm-hmm. and looked at his ancestors and their connections to uh, Abraham Lincoln and this kind of stuff, right? Right. Uh, well, Biden come from a history too. All right, and if you, it's amazing, Bear, because if you look at what Biden and his family have been doing for fifty years, it don't exist in no vacuum. He come from a long line of thieves and part-time killers called the Robinette family. <laughs> <laughs> See, we think that these people. They dress them up and put a suit on them, and all of a sudden you got a so-called leader? The mere fact that Joe Biden is in charge of anything should scare the hell out of most people. And I'm not leaving himself out of this equation. He should not even be in charge of himself. But these Old Testament Democrat politicians, and one day I was watching a program, and every single person that they put on the screen uh, was Old Testament. Speaking on how sharp Joe Biden is. So the only question that anybody in this audience should really have today is if there's a difference between the Mossad and the CIA. Because as we told you, I guarantee you, you got CIA all over the place. What I want black people to understand is they got some Negro CIA too. They call CIA Negro. All right? And they've been recruiting and hiring for quite some time. You see, and this is what's gonna get this is what's going to get them there, family. That's what's gonna get them. When people find out how many of these people work for the intelligence community, they're gonna freak out. See, you got the NGOs, many of them being financed 
by the CIA, the intelligence community, the State Department. That's the CIA. I'm talking about the Agency for International Development. I doubt most people have ever really heard of it because, uh, honestly speaking, if I didn't read about it in uh, alternative Mac articles and and, uh, and some books and things like that, I wouldn't know it existed either. But now you know when you hear it, you may as well be hearing CIA. It's heavily involved in this illegal immigration, financing NGOs. Remember, that's where Obama's mom worked for the CIA in China. So this thing has a long history. The agency for so-called international development has been running all over the planet, killing people, overthrowing people's government. That's not my opinion. So be aware. I don't care what side is left or right. The CIA is on both sides of that. Check this out, fam. Let's go back because we're going to get into, we're going to go back and take a look at uh, Donald Trump's first year in office. Okay, I think you're going to find it interesting, family. So just like we looked at his history, uh, we're looking at his history in terms of him getting elected, going back to 2016, 2015. So we also need to go back, and we know many of the things. Go sit down over there, man. Uh, I'm sorry, Beth. But we're going to go back and look at Joe Biden, and we start right here. I think the family going to find this interesting. Remember, Bev, uh I didn't know that Joe Biden had a, what is he, 60-something-year-old homosexual brother? That's all is over. That the one? Go ahead, Beth. No, I was just saying, is that the one they've been talking about? They've been showing on TV. I, I don't know because oh, I don't, I don't want oh, I ain't okay. seen it. I mean, the internet too. They've been talking that he's part of the criminal activity. Did they say that he was a homosexual? No. What is? What you know? You're probably talking. About, mm-hmm. You're talking. You're probably talking about his brother. Yeah. Who are you talking about? Well, he's got more than one brother. See, oh, there was okay. one brother okay. involved with, with Hunter and Joe Biden and all these uh, criminal that's activities. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's okay, what I'm you, talking about. Well, there's another brother who's been in the shadows. Mm. And the reason he's been in the shadows because he's dysfunctional. See, Hunter is just out of the shadows now. His his sister, Joe Biden's daughter that he was having sex with, she out of mm-hmm. the shadows now. His wife, 
who was the other woman before his wife gets uh, dies in a car accident, she parted the whole thing as well. <laughs> All uh, these well, who people, died with her? Wasn't one of her children died with her? I believe there were two that died. Was it girls or boys or what? You don't know. I, I don't recall off the top of my head, Bear. Okay. But I don't know right. if that really matters. Okay? Uh, the point is, he he immediately gave a press conference at the hospital. <laughs> I mean, this dude, he, it's all it was all career for him. Mm. Lie and do whatever he had to do to get elected and stay elected. And like most politicians, after you get uh, campaign funds and get a boost in your ego, uh, you win more than one time, you think you're in- invincible. All you got to do, particularly if you're black, is stay hidden. Don't say nothing. Stay out the way. Because you can't do a damn thing anyway. And it's so obvious, Bear. Look at this. Let's let's look at a little Joe Biden's history beyond the 50 years that we know of because the criminality started before him. Before Joe, James, and Hunter, there was great great grandpa Moses. How ironic. <laughs> Moses. And Joe Biden served as the vice president under Moses. Right. <laughs> I my I not <laughs> Yes. Check this out, fam. This is Jonathan Carolyn. Out of all the people. Jonathan Carolyn is a well known critic of the Democratic Party that's a Democrat. He's like a Jimmy Dore, I would say, right now. Mm. Here's what he says in his article. Below is my column in new research published in the Washington Post that turned up an interesting case involving the prosecution of great-great-grandfather of President Joe Biden. What was interesting about the account was not the criminality, which can be found in the history of many families. Rather, it was the intervention of allies and negating of the conviction of Moses Robinette that was so ironic in light of the current controversy. Because, you know, they got... Old Testament out here running around now saying, well, we we, we indicted a, a Russian informant. Yeah, because he was getting ready to testify and tell the truth. So y'all pulled this old trick out <laughs> where because he worked for the intelligence community, now you charge him with a crime and you don't give him no bail because you got Judge Roy Bean as the judge. Again, family, consider that many so-called judges just like lawyers, because a lot of CIA people, lawyers, consider you got whole law firms because you do that are inhabited by nothing but CIA people. 
who use the profession of law as cover because they have to know the law, even though it don't mean a damn thing to them because they break it all the time. Point is, there's going to be a reckoning reckoning day that comes with them because they're the ones that's behind all of this stuff you see going on. They say, the Bidens have shown a legendary skill at evading legal accountability. Even in the face of overwhelming evidence, Biden family members often marshal political allies and media to kill investigations or cut sweetheart deals. The Bidens swim in scandal with the ease and agility of a bottlenose dolphin. From his own plagiarism scandal to his brother's role in killing a man to his son's various federal crimes, Bidens have long been a wonder in Washington. It turns out that it may be something of a family trait acquired through generations of natural selection. In other words, they are trailer trash. That's the Biden family. When you think of trailer trash, you think of some old man and some uh, 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 not-so-civilized white woman living in a trailer with three or four children, right, having sex with all of them, a bunch of drunks, and that kind of thing, right? You you wouldn't know. I was just listening to the gunshots, just trying to figure out which direction they was coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> they shooting in all that room. Yeah, that's like cover. Mm-hmm. Chances are people ain't gonna be at their windows or out in the rain. So, perfect time for you to go out and shoot up some people or each other. Anyway, they say it turns out that it may be something of a family trait acquired through generations of natural selection. A historian recently discovered that Joe Biden's great-great-grandfather, Moses J. Robinette, was accused and found guilty of attempted murder. The case follows a strikingly familiar pattern. Fittingly, Robinette was a government contractor. He was paid to give veterinary care for the horses of the Union Army during the Civil War, taking the job after his his hotel was burned down. Two, Robinette sounded like his great-great-grandson. He was married and described as full of fun, always lively and joking. But the good times ended on March 21, 1864, in Beverly Ford, Virginia. Robinette got into a fight with another contractor, uh, John Alexander, who overheard Robinette bad-mouthing him to a female cook. When Alexander confronted him, Robinette pulled a knife and in the ensuing fight, cut Alexander repeatedly. It was an early version of Joe Biden's corn pop story faced a gang member wielding a straight razor. 
However, in this version, the bad dude was a wagon master, and it was the Biden family member wielding the knife. Robinette left uh, Alexander bleeding. Oh, you, you can't you can't make this up, family. Bleeding from multiple cuts. His trial noted that he was intoxicated and incited a dangerous quarrel. It appears that back then it was a Biden arguing over what truly constitutes incitement. Robinette argued a lack of intent to commit murder, insisting, quote, I had no malice towards Mr. Alexander before or since. He grabbed me and possibly might have injured me seriously had I not resorted to the means that I did, unquote. The argument would make Abby Lowell blush since there was no evidence that Alexander had even been armed. Robinette was found guilty of attempted murder and sentenced to two years incarceration at hard labor. That's when the case took another familiar turn. Friends of Robinette interceded with the Army and powerful political figures. There were long delays, three months for the commander of the Army of the Potomac, General uh, George Meade, to confirm Robinette's sentence. His friend then went to Waitman T. Willie, the senator from West Virginia, who went to bat for Biden. Willie pressured Abraham Lincoln's private secretary, John Nicolay, who then learned on the judge, who then leaned on the judge advocate general, Joseph Holt, to send over a report and full accounting of the case. Biden associates argued that although Robinette had been the only person armed, the victim was a teamster. Quote, uh, much his superior in strength and size, all under the impulse of the excitement of the moment, unquote. They beseech Lincoln to think of his motherless daughters and sons at home. Praying for your interposition in behalf of the unfortunate father and this family of loved children, union daughters, and union sons, unquote. Their final argument was the one quintessentially Biden-esque. They told Lincoln that he was a political ally who was ardent and influential in opposing traitors and their schemes to destroy the government. It appears even back then the Bidens were union men. It worked. Lincoln was known for leniency and pardons. And he signed a pardon for unexecuted part of punishment of unexecuted part of punishment. So in other words, he let him out uh, for time served. 
So on, 17, uh, on, on Lincoln, on September the 1st, 1864, Robinette was a free man. Robinette was found guilty at trial to really cut an unarmed man, but was freed with the help of a U.S. senator with a plea that he was a loyal political ally. Whatever the true marriage, it showed the importance of having friends in high places. Or, as the president once put it more bluntly, no one fucks with a Biden, quote, unquote. It is family scripture that runs from Moses to James to Joseph. Now, 160 years later, Moses' great-great-grandson was found by a special counsel to have willfully retained classified material, mishandled that material for decades, and to have probably shown the classified material to a ghostwriter who lacked clearance. No, he was showing it to the Chinese, the people that were paying him, and allowing Hunter to use that classified information to make business deal based on what he knew was coming. Okay? It's no different than Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi in her posse up there making millions of dollars doing insider trading. It's the same deal. Okay? So the criminality runs long and deep. All right? Now, they say, go back to that last thing. he was spared any criminal charge in part because he would make a sympathetic defendant due to his diminished mental faculties. If that's not enough, political allies are rallying to his side to stop any corruption investigation while calling his detractors traitors and Putin lovers. After charges were brought against a former FBI asset for his false claims about bribing President Biden, Democratic operatives and media figures went to full conspiracy theory mode to end any further investigation into the Biden family. Okay? Representative Dan Goldman, there he is. Y'all see him all over the place. And what I want you to do, family, is the next time you see him, count the number of times he blinks his eyes. He's the heir to the uh, blue jean uh, uh, fortune. Dan Goldman. Oh, Levi? Uh, You're talking about Levi. Levi? Yes, he's the heir to the Levi fortune. Okay? Uh they say he went so far as to declare that anyone now looking into the Biden corruption scandal is by definition, quote, a knowing asset of Russian intelligence, unquote, and acting as an agent of Vladimir Putin, unquote. It is, of course, perfectly absurd. The charges against Alexander Smirnov had no bearing on dozens of allegedly corrupt payments and hundreds of emails that are being investigated by Congress. 
try to ask the Bidens about the millions they pocketed from foreign sources and use some kind of Russian dupe. NBC News correspondent Ken Delanian, Bev, you may not recall, but back around 2015, we pointed out that Ken Delanian, Delanian was basically outed as a CIA operative. He's an NBC News pundit who absurdly declared that the long ago debunked letter by intelligence officials claiming that Hunter Biden's laptop is a fake and part of a Russian disinformation campaign must now be accepted as true. He must have missed that the laptop has been authenticated separately. Yes. Uh Irrespective of Smirnov's lies, not only do Biden allies want to end any further discussion of the family corruption, but former Democratic Senator Claire McCaskill has angrily demanded that the media stop any more fact checks of Biden on any subject. She previously attacked witnesses exposing the Biden censorship system, including calling some Putin lovers. Now, luckily for the people where she come from, Claire McCaskill got her ass kicked out of office in the last session. Okay? She's like a slightly older version of Lynn Cheney. (laughs) Okay? You see, some of these people feel that because of their family connections that they are entitled to do whatever the hell they want to do. The Kennedys were like that, too. Right. Okay? But Negroes don't have those ties. They don't have that family lineage. And you got some old school families in that Maryland area. But they nothing more than butlers and caterers. Okay? They've been in that area for, man, some of them's family go back 100, 200, damn it, 200 years uh, in D.C. And uh, believe me, they are nothing more than imitations of uh, the white aristocracy in those areas. They imitate them with their cotillions and all of this kind of stuff, okay? See, that, that's where the organizations like the Boulay and them people come in, all right? Some of the first educated black folks, so-called educated, all right? <clears throat> they say, and it's nothing against them if they're what I said earlier, okay? If they can think outside of, of uh, people giving them something, and if they they have a consciousness, the foundation of which is their spirituality, which is going to govern their behavior. All right? So they say, and go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say, and some of them, they more racist towards their own people than other people are. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it racist, though. But it's it's an arrogant. It's it's like you beneath them, you know. They yeah. they got that. 
I got to step away for a second, Bear. Right okay. All righty. And um, <laughs> the phone number here is 323-642-1586. And at the last hour, we will be answering the phone calls, and you can push number one if you have a question or a comment. And we also have uh, Dr. Robert X GoFundMe. His page, you can get the link on the Truth to Power page. <laughs> and those of you that uh, that are familiar with um, Myron Rice, he's having a class um, Monday from 6 to 8. And his information you can find uh, in the Truth to Power page, too. Um, and that's about what's going on right now. Okay, I'm back there. Okay. But yeah, these old families of, of D.C. and that whole Maryland area, it's, um, it's replete with those older families. And they've been serving the political thing for, man, they're proud of it there. Mm-hmm that they are they pretty are. much yeah. – go ahead. Now, I was just going to say they don't think it's nothing wrong with it because they grew up in a, in that, you know. No question about it. And, you know, again, this one of the things when I was a little kid, I used to wonder sometimes, you know, because having a car back in those days was a luxury. Man, most of the people I know that had no car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now – I'm dating myself here, but that's all right. I remember those days. And it was really interesting because when you went, as a little kid, when you got in the car, man, you went somewhere, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And around outside of your your community, right? It was yeah. a whole kind of experience as a little child. And I always noticed that as, you went further and further out into the more affluent black areas, the lighter the black people got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you went to the uh, non-affluent areas, the darker the people were. And I used to mm-hmm. always wonder, why you got all them light-skinned black people out here? I didn't know that that was part of the uh, upper echelon priest class. <laughs> yeah, right. The preacher always wanted to marry the, the light skinned woman, right? And of course, the professional class, right? Uh, they were all right there together. And it was just amazing to me that uh, far as you got away from the non affluent, the lighter black people got. I mean, I'm talking five, six years old, and I'm seeing this, and my brain is asking myself these questions because I ain't smart enough by any stretch of the imagination to ask nobody else. I just noticed it. So I don't know if I was supposed to notice it or not, but I did. But anyway, this is what 
the Bidens, in any other respect, they will be labeled white trash. Okay, if you look at what these people are engaged in, criminal activity, illicit sex with children, minors, uh, I know the dude was selling cocaine, smoking crack, and making videos of it. <laughs> Get over there for that. I mean, you got to admit, and again, we got this brother who's uh, uh, a pretty well-known homosexual. I think it's on Instagram. Wherever them homosexuals hang out, that's where he at. I didn't even know he had another brother outside of the one that they got caught up, you know, in all the criminal activity, James. Well, I heard them talking about somebody was taking pictures of themselves naked uh, without no shirt on. Yeah, but I thought it was that other one, James. I didn't know it was another one. No, it's another one. Mm. So this hidden in the shadows. How they how did the media miss this member of the Biden family? Let's go back to this article. I tell you. <laughs> Well, you, his behavior is indicative of his lineage. He come from white trash, right, who were fortunate enough to know people and would parlay that into a, a modicum of power or influence that they would use over other people. Right, so they go on in this article to say NBC correspondent Ken Ken Delanian absurdly declared that the long ago debunked Russian letter about blah 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 blah. He must have missed that the laptop had been authenticated separately, irrespective of of Smirnov's lies. Not only do Biden allies blah 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 blah, blah. they say. it really has very little to do with the Russians. This is what the author is saying here. That is what the Bidens do best. Okay? Got other people out here fronting for them as if somehow they haven't stepped on a blade of grass and broke it. All right? When everybody knows, anybody that's looking at I don't care if you love the dude or hate him or whatever, I'd say the same thing about Orange Man. He's a straight-up crook, criminal. Okay? And that's what this dude is saying. This is what the Bidens do best. When Hunter previously threatened a a Chinese businessman by warning him that his father was sitting next to him and waiting for money, Hunter stressed that he should tell the head of his company that the Bidens are the best at doing exactly what the chairman wants. After generations, the Bidens are still showing the same nimble qualities of great-great-granddad Moses. Indeed, they could replace the legend of their family crest with Manus Manum Levi. One hand washes the other. 
<laughs> so there you can see some of Biden's lineage going back beyond his 50 years as a criminal. Can you imagine that? 50 years as a dyed-in-the-wool criminal. And they're trying to paint a picture of this dude, right? The media, all of these people, they're trying to paint a picture of this dude as some benevolent old granddaddy who loves his people. Okay? Look, family, how do you have sex with your own children and claim to love them? This dude is like Barnabas Collins. He's a straight-up vampire. That's what he is, and that's what his family lineage is. His family lineage is dark shadows. Biden operative inserted into Fanny team, according to Insider. Jim Jordan reveals new whistleblower. This from Zero Head. Okay, and and here's the deal, family. Was really interesting to me. I'll bet you all them black people, because that's what it's been so far. People that uh, uh, that know Fanny real well. Two stunning reports have emerged that spell trouble for Fulton County DA Fanny Willis. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Breitbart News reports from multiple sources that the Biden administration planted a Democrat operative in the Fulton County office to target former President Trump, unquote. Quote, which would represent a strong argument that the administration interfered in the 2024 presidential election. That's impeachment stuff. The sources have direct knowledge of the environment at the DA's office, which they characterize as, quote, corrupt, unquote. The alleged plant is Jeff DeSantis, the county's deputy DA, who not only worked on Willis's 2020 campaign and was the former executive director of the Democratic Party of Georgia, he was the DNC's deputy director of compliance. Sources credit DeSantis with colluding with the White House to target Trump. DeSantis did this, one source told Breitbart about the Trump case. Quote, he's the one. He is the one pulling all the strings. He was the one that walled Willis, walled Willis off. He was in every important meeting. He is the brainchild behind this, the connection to the White House, unquote. One of Breitbart's sources said that they are 100% sure that DeSantis was the inside man that the Biden administration planted in the Fulton County office. This quote, DeSantis is the one pulling the strings, a second source told the outlet. Everybody heard Fannie testify. 
is no secret that she's not smart. That's how she sounds and acts every day of the week. Unquote. Quote, anyone that has common sense knows that the White House has been involved in this prosecution. Unquote. Quote, this shouldn't just miraculously happen. Of course she's a Willis not going to prosecute the former president without the current administration's approval, unquote. DeSantis was deeply involved in selecting grand jurors for the Trump case based on voter registration data. That's a bomb. That is a bomb. Okay? Wow. Quote, there's not one conservative person on that grand jury, unquote. Sources also revealed that DeSantis was a a member of Willis' transition team after she won the election in 2020. DeSantis helped Wade select employees for the new office. Quote, DeSantis was there in the capacity to be a political strategist hiding in the DA's office, unquote. Jim Jordan came down on Willis, revealing at the Conservative Political Action Conference that there's a whistleblower inside of Fannie's office. Quote, the whistleblower is now talking with our office, and we'll see how that goes. But that's why we have subpoenaed documents related to this, unquote, said Jordan. They go on to say, it's unclear whether Jordan was referring to Rob and Yeardy, a witness in the case who claimed that the two were involved in a relationship in 2019. Miss Yeardy owned the property where Miss Willis had lived and testified that she was forced to resign from the Fulton County District Attorney's Office several years ago. However, the whistleblower could be another former employee, Amanda Timpson. Now there, that's on top of the phone records that they now got that's got so many visits, some of them all night long, (laughs) away of the brother, that they saying, and I heard, man, it's just really, she's nothing more than a booty call. They said, Mm. oh, you can't. So Fanny said that he must have been hanging out in bars and stuff like that all night long. Okay, but it was so many visits, they're saying that it had to be uh, an extended booty call. I heard 35. At least that many. What, what about, like me, I leave sometimes. I don't take my phone with me. Mm-hmm. It, it just don't look good. Yeah. This ain't really broke yet. 
So was but you he going wait. with her when, but when before he got his divorce from his wife? Yes. Oh, Lord, he just got the divorce. <laughs> we talking at least five years ago. Okay, 2019. But it's it's the paper there. And it's the paper that's going to get uh, old girl in New York. It's all the paper. So you could you could easily say they're on the paper chase. Mm-hmm. And, man, I'm going to tell you, I don't know how many people that got caught up with the paper. You can't outrun it. So the best thing that you could do if you're smart is to leave as small a paper trail in terms of the things you do. That's why they want you doing things with credit cards and debit cards. Right, right. Leaves a trail everything you do. Yeah. And that's why they want to make the phone your man if you're a woman and your woman if you're a man. Because it's leaving pings and all this kind of stuff all over the place as well. Now, tell you, people act like it's another arm or they can't live without it. And I say, man, uh, anything that's basically telling you how you feel, because you just got through describing it to somebody else, (laughs) you should question. You should question it. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you these damn phones, man. Look, before you get off the phone, you talking to somebody about something. Before you get off the phone, they done sent you something about it. Yeah. (laughs) It it just makes you wonder what else are they doing with it? What other capabilities does it have? And don't order nothing from the store. You know how you had a, the store bring you your groceries, and when you go on the computer, everything you have bought is brought up on the grocery. <laughs> they broadcasting it, <laughs> like the, the whole the whole grocery list up there. Amazing. Yeah. That is, and uh, again, now just imagine somebody else accumulating all that data, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can pretty much tell what you're going to do on a consistent basis if they monitor it. Yeah. They got all yeah. the information on you for one year. What you eat, where you go, everything. That's right. So that's why when Juan Valdez come across that border, the number one thing they want to do is make sure you got a phone. Yeah. Tracking. That's right. They're tracking them everywhere they go. Oh, this this government, man, this thing is something else. Look, the important thing about all of this is none of it could be working without the money. See, the role that Old Testament plays is they got a stranglehold on all the money. Did you hear today that Walmart is closing, I think, 20-some stores. 
from coast to coast? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I saw it on a map. They had it's a bunch of them. So it seemed like it's more than that. Yeah. They ran the small and medium-sized stores, uh, grocery stores, out of business. Mm-hmm. And then they came in with the big box as a juggernaut. So do and you now, think they in, they closing them down to house the migrants or whoever they going to house in them? Uh, nah. Nope. Oh, okay. I think the migrants is going back to where they came from. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I, and I agree with that. I think that too. The whole thing is exploding on them, Bear. You see, they can't go anywhere where the people want them. That's the bigger problem. Because now the politicians, which is what the sister was saying early, got to justify doing A, B, C, and D for them and telling black people to kiss their ass for all practical purposes. Make that right. Because that's the task of the politician. Al Charlton, they sent his scrawny ass out here this past week uh, telling black people they ought to be ashamed of themselves if they support Donald Trump. Can you imagine the nerve of these people? Four years ago, these people were all over what black people are going to get in reparations death. We know we got it coming. And I've never seen black people this angry about anything everywhere. It's been a minute. You'll find black people angry about something in one city or something like that, right? It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And instead of black politicians addressing the thing, they, many of them refuse to even address it, or they try to lie to the people. They don't know that the people got some things in their hand called a computer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and now, all the stuff with the NGOs that we talked about last week, Beth, mm-hmm. now being exposed. Who financed yeah. the NGO? The State Department, the CIA, working directly with them. And all those names, Catholic Charities, et cetera, et cetera Lutherans, it's so many of them, but they they all alone, all throughout uh, uh Latin America. It's like an underground railroad above ground. Okay? Now, uh, this stuff is being exposed, and you talk about scandalous. This is going to be a major scandal because it's like uh, we have to do something about the NGO to deal with them. Okay? They haven't had that uh, nonprofit status, just like the Negro preachers used to do with the Bible one. Okay, and this has been going on for over twenty years with Negroes running around here happy, talking about they got NGO status. And when I would hear that from people that was, you know, I consider friends of mine, I was just telling. Tell them. 
NGOs, non-governmental organizations, but you're fronting for the government, right? Well, I was just telling them, all you're missing is E and R. <laughs> so you go from NGOs to N-E-G-R-O. You ain't went nowhere. You still in the same spot, fool. <laughs> you was a Negro then, and you're a Negro now. <laughs> you just don't recognize it because they changed your name from 501c3 to NGO. But you're still a Negro. You're just missing two letters. <laughs> There, family, take a look at this. The money machine behind progressive election efforts. All this stuff is being revealed. This is from the Epoch Times. The money machine behind progressive election efforts. Here's what they say, family. Arabella Advisors is the biggest name in politics you've never heard. The firm is deeply involved with some of the most prominent financiers of progressive policies and Democratic Party candidates. It manages a complex network of tax-exempt, nonprofit organizations that quietly funnel money to progressive organizations, political action committees, and the campaigns of Democratic Party candidates. In 2020 and 22, according to its federal election filings and nonprofit tax forms, groups linked to Albella was active in financing Democrats and left-leaning get-out-the-vote efforts. A leader of one of the funds connected to Arabella has already promised to keep up their efforts in 2024. Arabella Advisors is a private, Washington-based, for-profit corporation. In its 2020 report, it says it provides, quote, administrative services to nonprofits working to build a better world and help philanthropists on their journeys from idea to impact, unquote. From idea to impact. They're really like the middleman, right? But they could be considered, be considered the Black Rock of NGO slash 501c3. They serve as the top while they serving as the middleman. Okay? They're going to say its website doesn't disclose financial records outside of annual impact reports. The latest such report said it worked to, quote, deploy more than a half a billion dollars in grants to more than 2,800 grantees working, working in more than 100 countries in almost every state in the U.S. You see how they're able to manipulate people, family? how they're able to manipulate elections. Because Negroes is not just a domestic animal. 
Negroes are international. You got some African Negroes, some Arab Negroes, some some Latin uh, Negroes. They're in more than 100 countries. Okay? They go on to say, in a December 2023 hearing before the House Committee on Ways and Means Oversight uh, Subcommittee, Representative Jason Smith described Arabella as, quote, a key part of the Democratic Party's political infrastructure in recent years, unquote. It's kind of like Sam Bankman Fried. Y'all remember him, family? Uh, The Bitcoin uh, criminal. Come to find out that he was the second highest financier of the Democratic Party, Sam Bankman Pride, in the whole company was nothing but a front for the intelligence community and money laundering to the Democratic Party and a few Republicans. Let me add that as well. They couldn't shut it down quick enough. Okay? They say, about money allegedly flowing into Arabella from foreign sources. Wait, asked about the amount of money, this is the representative, of flowing into Arabella from foreign sources. Capital Research Center President Scott Walter said one donor in particular, Swiss medical device billionaire, Han York Weiss, or Wiss, is sending millions to Arabella Link groups through his nonprofit, Weiss Foundation, and the Burger Action Fund. Now, I'm just going to assume everybody knows that that's against the law, right? You're not supposed to uh, use money from outside sources in presidential elections. But the Clintons became masters at it. Okay? They pretty much perfected the whole thing. Because their entire political career was graft and grift. Even a foundation. Remember, Bev, Jeffrey Epstein say he was the one that set up, created the Clinton Foundation. <clears throat> you got all these now, criminals in the White House. Bev, and we don't know of many of them because, again, you got them four layers. Every now and then, one of them will get caught up in some stuff, right? And when they get caught up in some stuff, that's when you find out what layer they're on. The higher you go up, the less likely they are to do anything to you. That's why I wouldn't be a bit surprised if this judge doesn't do anything to Fanny, slap her on the wrist and send her back out there. But they don't have a case. The case is basically blown. It's done. 
you see, because she's already lying under oath. That's all it takes. Okay, the booty call is what got us. They walk right into it. So it doesn't matter what this judge does. It's done. Just like it doesn't matter what uh, Letitia James, I, I said this last week, Bear. It doesn't matter. They could have uh, found him, uh, 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 find him a billion dollars. Okay, which they probably should have did. Then he would have to put up a billion dollars for his bond, because he already put up the bond. And there's no no court <laughs> <laughs> would uphold what they did. That's straight gangster. You see, but they don't care. They have to hang something on this dude. <clears throat> they have to hang something on it. So they don't care if it's temporary. They know he's going to win in the end, but they want to make it look bad. And all of that stuff is blowing up in their face. Everything. Let me go on with this article. It's in November 2023, Arabella named Hamish Behis, formerly a telecom executive, as its CEO. He replaced Sampriti Ganguly, who left the organization after she uh, moved from CEO to become a part-time senior advisor. Ms. Ganguly said in an interview with The Atlantic, The Atlantic, who do we say run The Atlantic, Bear? The CIA. And specifically NATO. You got all these retired generals and people like that, as well as CIA. The Atlantic is the mouthpiece. The Atlantic magazine is the mouthpiece of NATO. NATO, okay. But she said in an interview with The Atlantic that Arabella is the American left equivalent to the of the conservative mega donor, donor Charles Koch. Now, see, if you think we stupid, we not. The Koch is that brothers. The Koch brothers. Oh, okay. yes. Ain't but one of them left. Okay? These deranged, that, that's another one of them deranged families. Okay? Didn't both of them become uh, LGBT? Yeah, trannies or whatever you call them. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, did these people follow a pattern and they run in the same circles. The Koch brothers supported Hillary Clinton in 2016, hate Donald Trump because they have major financial investments in China. So they're doing whatever they have to do to make sure that orange man don't get back in office. Okay? Now, let me go back here because they say, according to nonprofit tax forms, Arabella provides the administrative operations 
and management services for six politically active tax-exempt funds. Exempt funds. They tell these people who they should send their money to. New Venture Fund, 1630 Fund, Hopewell Fund, Linwood Fund, the North Fund, and Impetus Fund. Okay? They say in 2020, these groups funneled hundreds of millions of dollars to organizations involved in a myriad of activities, including get out the vote, mail-in voting, an explicitly opposed Trump's campaign or support Biden's campaign. If you did that, you got paid. Okay? Now keep in mind, a lot of this money is coming from somewhere else, outside the country. But they got the hookup through the nonprofit status, right, in the NGOs. They say the Arabella Link Fund spent about $1.4 billion in 2020. The Epoch Times reviewed election commission filings associated with groups that admitted that they were involved in a so-called shadow campaign in 2020. Damn, they in the shadows too. <laughs> So everybody in the shadows. They say in February 2021, Time published an article, The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. And I didn't read it, family, but I I mentioned it and said that uh, the family should make sure they get a copy of it. The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election that detail how a group of powerful people across industries and ideologies work behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steal media coverage, and control the flow of information. Okay. Now, Orange Man is running around screaming election interference. Time Magazine writes an article talking about it, and the mainstream media talked about it for a minute, but there was the alternative mainstream media. Everybody else act like it didn't exist, just like the election integrity group, I think is what they were called. New York Times ran a big piece on them just before the election, where everything that we saw happen in the election is what happened. They wrote about months before or just before the election. Okay, how they was going to delay all the votes and Trump was going to think that he won and then all of a sudden millions of votes was going to come out of nowhere and they didn't talk about that they was going to shut down every key state, right? Every key state that they needed to win, they shut the voting down until they knew how many votes they needed. That's why today, 60% of the people say the election was stolen. Everybody looking 
at what they're doing because they're making so much noise, you can't miss it. You can just omit it, but you can't miss it. Fanny's ass is in everybody's face. Tell me somebody that don't know about Fanny. You see? So that's their problem. In their zeal to hide the information in the shadows, because that's what they're doing now. Okay? The most important thing that they have to do is shut down the means of communication. And I believe it's already started. Okay? Now, they say time called the so-called shadow campaign mission to fortify the 2020 election. Let me read that again. Time called the so-called shadow campaign a mission to fortify the 2020 election. Those who reported said they worked to send hundreds of millions of dollars to poll workers and operatives aiming to get people to vote by mail for the first time. Okay? Now, what's happening this time is the courts are ruling against illegals voting. This is what's going to trip them up. This is why they're really in panic mode. Because if your uh, population, according to the census, and you're losing people, right, like California and New York, if you're losing people because you lose uh, congressional representation when you lose the people, how the hell you got more people voting now than you had back then? Four years ago. How does that happen? So it's going to be very difficult for them to even do the mail-in drop box or whatever they call that nonsense, okay? They say in 2020, the Arabella Links Fund sent about $218 million towards groups that were directly involved in the efforts against Trump and other Republican candidates. The organization said that they are still working to protect democracy. So all they're doing, even though it is illegal, is protecting democracy. So it's all right to break the law if you're protecting democracy. Is what people do in the shadows. That's their word, not mine. And they choose to remain in the shadows where they're hidden. Okay? But I told you, they're being exposed to the point that they can't hide much of this. So they got to go full temper tantrum. All right. Let me show you what I mean. This is unbelievable, family. How Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. Now, I'm breaking a cardinal rule of mine, but only because I want you to understand what I'm talking about here. This is from The Atlantic. When I tell you these people are deranged psychopaths, 
That's exactly what they are. But they've been operating in the shadows for so long there, family, (laughs) that they the obligation to have to explain themselves. Today, they can't say or do too much of anything without explaining themselves. Okay? And again, I have to give credit to the Superpower family for pulling the mask off of magazines like The Atlantic Okay, and showing you what they really represent. That's NATO. So this is NATO, how Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. So the Supreme Court says no crime, no nothing. The Democrats say, so what? We ain't following the law. This is NATO that we're going to get into tomorrow, okay, to show you what's going on with them as they are rushing to start a world war. They are rushing as you and I speak, Bear. Now, I told you these mm-hmm. people are capable of doing Now, isn't it, isn't it that if it's a war going on that the uh, president Election is canceled. Your president has to stay in office as long as the war is going on, or something like that. It would have to be uh, 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 an extremely serious situation, meaning it would almost have to be on the soil of the U.S. And that's a possibility. And this is what the people don't quite get. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you, where well, we'll get into it tomorrow, what Putin's response is, okay. you know, he's already told him, you put NATO troops to fight against me, I will not hesitate to use nuclear weapons. They said they're getting ready to send NATO troops on the ground, not like they ain't already been there, because he didn't kill a bunch of them. Matter of fact, he blew up a high command post underground using one of them hypersonic missiles and it killed a lot of the upper brass and scared the hell out of the Ukrainians. I'm talking Zelensky. Zelensky was gone for two weeks behind that. So they think this dude is playing. But just imagine if the Russians sent troops down to Mexico on the U.S. border what would this country do? And then the Nazi that run NATO, Stoltenberg, he comes out and says that they're going to make uh, Ukraine a member of NATO. When Ukraine is getting their ass whooped, literally. That's why they got to send NATO in there because they didn't kill all the men, at least those that they can uh, uh, they can find. If they had all these soldiers, right, and they went in the war, that's what th- th- this country, that's what Biden and the re- uh, Republicans that support this insanity, that's what they just told us a few months ago. 
They say it's a stalemate. Well, now they're talking about putting NATO on the ground. Here's what they say in this article. This is NATO telling you how Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. Without clear guidance from the court, House Democrats suggest that they might not certify a Trump win on January the 6th. Hmm. Near the end of the Supreme Court's oral argument, look, it's a foregone conclusion. It'll probably be nine to nothing or eight to one that the Supreme Court going to say Trump can be on every ballot. And he has not been charged with nothing clear, nothing remotely close to insurrection, insurrection. In every trial that he had in the House and the Senate, when they tried to impeach him, he was basically exonerated. Even the FBI came out and said they found no evidence that Trump was involved in any organized effort to overthrow the government. This is Old Testament running game on people. It's everything that they get caught at. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. And anybody that criticizes their behavior is a Russian operative. This is Hillary Clinton, right? Because she started it against uh, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, when Tulsi Gabbard basically uh, uh, shit on Kamala Harris in the debates. Excuse my language, family, but that's what she did. As soon as she did, that made Kamala Harris look like she was about three inches tall. She ended her political career. The next day, Hillary Clinton comes out and calls her a Russian agent, and she sued a stinky ass in court. And that let me know, Tulsi Gabbard got balls. It don't hurt that she's an officer in the military, right, Bill? Right. I was getting ready to say, you know, she got him. She come from the military. Exactly. Okay. But that's where this started. Tulsi Gabbard didn't shrink and run away, even though the the cheering from the monkey section, that would be the Democrats in Congress, echo what Hillary Clinton said. Do you think those people who call themselves Democrats are aware of all the stuff that Hillary Clinton and her husband has been involved in there? Yeah, they all part of They do they They all the same king. So you mean to tell me these black Democrats running around out here support Hillary Clinton, these black mayors and, and, and these, uh, we know the representatives. They, they part of the team. I mean, a lot of these people, they don't care. They just want the position, the recognition, and the money. That's all. They don't care. Then you know what, Bill? Black people need their ass whooped. Because anybody that will stand with them nasty people, them murdering people, you need your ass whooped. She started this whole Trump-Russia thing. She's the origin of it. And not so coincidentally, it came through Ukraine. How about that? 
unbelievable. They say, near the end of the Supreme Court's oral arguments about whether Colorado could exclude uh, Trump from its from its ballot as an insurrectionist, the attorney representing voters from the state offered a warning to the justices. One, evoking the January 6th riot that had set the case in motion. By this point in the hearing, the justices had made clear that they didn't like the idea of allowing a single state to kick Trump out of the presidential race, and they didn't appear comfortable with the court doing so either because they had no grounds to do it. That's every, I mean, that's everybody know that. Sensing that Trump would likely stay on the ballot, the attorney, Jason Murray, said that if the Supreme Court didn't resolve the question of Trump's eligibility, quote, it could come back with a vengeance, unquote, after the election when Congress meets once again to count and certify the votes of the Electoral College. Murray and other legal scholars say that absent clear guidance from the Supreme Court, a Trump win could lead to a constitutional crisis in Congress. Democrats would have to choose between confirming a winner. Many of them believe is ineligible. You can believe whatever you want. You can believe you're a woman if you're a man. But that don't make you have balls. You can believe it. But that don't make it so. It's about proof. And if he gets what the law requires that he gets to be sworn in as the president without any hint of vote, voting irregularities, they don't have no case to deny him anything. When you got five states all shut down with you, with you having what they call an insurmountable lead. This the words that they were using. And you shut up these key swing states down, nowhere else, just the key swing states. You down a half million votes, you come back, you up 30,000 votes. That's enough right there. It strains anything close to being creditable. It has no credibility. And now people are finding out that this dude, he ain't even a vegetable. He doesn't have the nutrients of a vegetable. He's below a vegetable. They say, Democrats would have to choose between confirming a winner many of them believe is, is ineligible and defying the will of voters who elected him. Their choice could be decisive. As their victory in a House special election in New York last week demonstrated, no, the woman who ran, a black woman, okay, was anti-Trump, anti-MAGA, and she lost to a Democrat, but this is the Atlantic magazine. And it was in New York. So nobody was surprised. Nobody. Okay? 
now. They say, uh, Democrats have a serious chance of winning a majority in Congress in November. (laughs) Again, family, this is what they really want. They want the House so they can try to bundle up everything Orange Man is trying to do for two years. That's why you've got so much stuff going on with the uh, uh, Republican National Committee, the RNC, because that's where the old school racist white people reside. That you just heard, um, what's her name? She's she's resigning next week, the head of the Republican National Committee. She's resigning next week. So Orange Man is talking about having one of his relatives run the Republican National Committee. Okay. I'm just giving you the rundown on what's going on in total, which is why you would see an article like this come out, where they literally talking about insurrection again. But when they do it, it's all right. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Rona Romney McDaniel. She's retiring, uh, getting out the way next week before they kick her ass out. And uh, the organizing efforts for the grassroots to allow other people read into that black people family to become a part of a much more vocal part of the MAGA movement because this is MAGA taking over the Republican Party. That's what's happening. And as we told you, and I can show it to you what other people are now saying it bad, we said that black people were going to eventually go back to their political posture in terms of their origin. And you go back and you look and you find out that black people were originally Republicans. Yeah. And that's what you see taking place now. And we said that that's what would happen. Look look at this. Look at this, family. Well, I, do I have it? No, I don't have it. Wait a minute. It's over here. I got stacks of stuff here. Media class will ignore new poll that shows black voter support for That's why they sent Al Charlington out here. Okay? They know he ain't got no credibility with black people no more. What's that other little weasel that Judge Joe Brown can't stand? Man, I love Judge Joe Brown because we seem to have (laughs) enemies with the same people. Maybe because we come from. 
Maybe because we come from the same era, mm-hmm. the same generation. So right. we kind of see these things a little differently than than these Negroes. Okay? Because, see, they made it fashionable to be Negroes in the 80s. That's why they gave you Oprah Winfrey and, and Michael, uh, uh, Michael Jordan. Those are classical Negroes. There should be college courses, the making of a Negro. Because you need to know how they manufacture these Negroes. Especially now. Back in my day, you going to come to me and try to tell me something? About white people, and you sitting there with a blonde wig on your head? <laughs> well, you a dark shadow. Because that hair is just foreshadowing what's inside of you. It don't matter if they put a Negro on the TV or in the pulpit, it ain't changed what they are. It don't matter if they foreign or domestic. It's the truth. These Negroes all act the same. That's why they can go get that Negro from Haiti and stand up there and they, man, they ridicule that little, uh, I'm talking about the Chia pet. I've never <laughs> seen any, any uh, what's her name there? I know who you're talking about. I, I can't. John she had a foreign name. Pierre or something. Yeah. yeah. The little, little tiny dyke. Little bitty dyke. Mm-hmm. Why they put her up there and they just ridicule and talk about her like she's a dummy. Yes. And you know she know? You think she don't know? Yeah, but she wants that position and that money. Amazing, Bear. It's amazing. See, that's what I mean. That that kind of attitude. These people don't have no shame about nothing. Nothing. That's why the best thing to do to these Negroes is to cut them loose and leave them alone. Cut them loose, leave them alone, and let them uh, retire to Negro land, wherever that is. <laughs> Let them go. But, man, you know by now, if you didn't learn from Obama, ain't nothing I can say that's going to help you. That's why I tell you, Bear, he knows that him and his wife, if they can buy that media hype if they want to, that's where it begins and ends, in media hype. Let me go on here, because this is the Atlantic Magazine telling you that there's, uh, there's a good possibility that they ain't going to certify nobody unless it's a Democrat. They say because he ineligible. Well, 
ineligible based on what? What laws broken? Oh, he insurrected. Why didn't you charge him with insurrection? You got 17 uh, attorneys, uh, special counsels. None of them have charged this dude with insurrection. Where you get yours from, Democratic House? Where your insurrection come from? Because of what you think, what you believe? They say, in interviews, senior House Democrats would not commit to certifying a Trump win, win, saying they would do so only if the Supreme Court affirms his eligibility. But during all arguments, liberal and conservative justices alike seemed inclined to dodge the question of his eligibility altogether and throw the decision to Congress. Quote, that would be a colossal disaster. Check it out, family, who's saying this. Adam Schiff of California told me, quote, we already had one horrendous January the 6th. We don't need another. The justices could conclude definitively that Trump is eligible to serve another term as president. The 14th Amendment bars people who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion. No, there's a process, and it involves being convicted of it, and he knows it. But Adam Schiff, because he's Old Testament, and he's privileged because they run this thing, he can lie as much as he wants to, and he has, because he knows he ain't going to get called on it by nobody but people with balls. They say, Trump has not been convicted of forming an insurrection, nor do any of the 91 indictments against him charge him with that crime. But in early 2021, every House Democrat voted to impeach Trump, along with 10 Republicans, voted to impeach Trump for incitement of insurrection. Remember that word incitement there? With the Biden mm-hmm. And a significant majority of those lawmakers will still be in Congress next year. I tell you who won't be in Congress next year, them who 10 Republicans. Them 10 Republicans, their ass got kicked out of Dodge immediately by their constituents. Okay? They say, if the court deems Trump eligible, even a few of his most fervent Democratic critics told me, they would vote for certification should he win. Quote, I'm going to follow the law. Uh, Eric Swalwell of California told me, you see who they, who the Atlantic go to get to talk to? <laughs> so far, nobody but Old Testament. I would not object out of pro- a protest of how the Supreme Court comes down. It would be doing what I didn't like about January 6th Republicans. Unquote. Schiff, who served on the committee that investigated Trump's role in the Capitol riot, and then they destroyed all of the evidence, family, of the so-called January 6th committee. It was a television production with all orange man haters sitting there in judgment of him. 
<laughs> they think people are stupid, okay? But they can't find a pole nowhere outside of one that might be swung on that orange man ain't way out in front on. They can't find one. They're trying to make up one, but they can't find one. Okay? They say, but if the court deems Trump eligible, Schiff said he wouldn't object to a Trump victory. What if the court declines to answer? Quote, I don't want to get into the chaos hypothetical, Schiff told me, unquote. Nor did Representative Jim Jim Clyburn of South Carolina, who served in the party leadership for two decades. Okay? Here's what he said. I think he's an insurrectionist. <laughs> That's in quotes. That's Jim Clyburn. Okay? Minority leader Hakeem Jeffries, who would become speaker if Democrats retake the House, did not respond to questions sent to his office. Even as Democrats left open the possibility of challenging a Trump win, they shuddered at its potential repercussions. For three years, they have attacked the 147 Republicans, including a majority of the party's House conference, who voted to overturn President Biden's 2020 victory. More recently, they criticized top congressional Republicans, such as uh, Elise Stefanik, the House GOP conference chair, for refusing to commit to certifying the Biden win. The choice that Democrats would face if Trump won without a definitive ruling on his eligibility was almost too fraught for Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland to contemplate. You see, Bear, other than Negro Pryburn, I think he's an insurrectionist. <laughs> the only people that they went to get a comment from are all Old Testament, and these are some of the biggest big mouths who you'll see plastered all over your TV screen, lying to you like a, a bad rug. Okay? So they went ask Jamie Raskin of Maryland to contemplate. He told me he didn't know how he'd vote in that scenario. As we spoke about what might happen, he recalled the brutality of January the 6th. What brutality? Quote, there was blood all over the Capitol in the hypothetical you posit, unquote, Raskin, who served on the January 6th committee with Schiff, told me, what blood where? You mean from the little white girl getting shot by the Negro who was hiding in the shadows? Theoretically, the House and Senate could act before the election by passing a law that defines the meaning of insurrection in the 14th Amendment and establishes a process to determine whether a candidate is barred from holding a particular office, including the presidency. But such a bill would have to get through the Republican-controlled House. 
Meaning, stop playing with the people's intelligence, okay? Whose leaders have all endorsed Trump's candidacy. Quote, there's absolutely no chance in the world. The representative Zoe Lofgren, Zoe Lofgren, a California Democrat who also served on the January 6th committee, told me, In late 2022, Congress did enact reforms to the Electoral Count Act. That bill raised the threshold for objecting to a state, a slate of electors, and it clarified that the vice president, in presiding over the opening of the Electoral College ballot, has no real power to affect the outcome of the election, but it did not address the question of insurrection. They said that this law didn't give the vice president the authority. Orange man and the Republicans said, you're absolutely wrong. It does allow for the vice vice president to basically deny the electoral ballot. So while they said that the law didn't exist, they went and changed the law. But they say, well, the people are just so stupid. They're not going to know we changed the law, uh, making that uh, not possible to do anymore. But, in fact, the vice president did, did have the latitude to do just that. And there's some questions whether this is legal. Okay? Uh, I can eventually see it going up to the Supreme Court and getting overthrown. Okay? But it didn't address the question of insurrection. As Republicans are fond of pointing out, Democrats have objected to the certification of each GOP presidential winner since 2000. None of those challenges went anywhere, and they were all premised on disputing the outcome or legitimacy of the election itself. Contesting a presidential election by claiming that the winner is ineligible has no precedent. This is the Atlantic telling you that this is new because they say, they think, He's ineligible. Quote, it's very monkey, Lofgren said. She believes that Trump is clearly ineligible, but acknowledged that, quote, there's there's no procedure for challenging on this basis, unquote. You see, Bear? These mm-hmm. people, these people, these Old Testament people and their mouthpieces are extremely dangerous because they know article has no merit, none whatsoever, okay? Because if it did, they would cite the statute, okay? Cite the law. Right. They can't because it doesn't exist. But for them, it's strictly muscle. Whatever we feel, we can get away with it. And how many of these fake Republicans we got in our pocket on the other side? 
that's why you'll speak of the house right now will not bring up the Senate bill that they wanted to pass to fund Ukraine, okay? The so-called Open Borders Act or whatever the hell it's called, all right? These people have no intention of shutting down that border because they're under international Zionist slash UN slash NATO orders to let in as many as you can. I've heard numbers as high as 500 million. Because we're well, going to take many out. People? We're going to take out, Bear, check this out. We're going to take out a lot of these white people with the venom. It'll take a few years, but we're going to get rid of their asses. Go ahead, Bear. They're not just only taking out white folks. They're taking out everybody. Well, we, we know. No question about it. But I'm telling you and the family that the focus is really on the people that will fight them back. Mm. And we haven't shown we haven't shown that propensity to fight them back. Matter of fact, that's what I'm trying to show you. It's black women that's jocking, got their ass up in the air for these very people who are kicking everybody's ass and causing all the turmoil on the planet. And it's provable. You don't have to be no genius to see it. And so that's kind of like keeping the black folks in check because you ain't going to rise up against the black woman. That is correct. That's the psychology that they're using. But I'm saying, and I said this some years ago, Bear, I said it's going to take black women, strong black women, to put dykes in their place. Okay? And black men, remember, I've been saying that for years. And some of them are finally starting to emerge. That's what you see going on here in Chicago right now. And in other places around the country. And I even heard Trump talk about the black woman in Chicago. He was impressed. (laughs) Uh, Because, again, this is not hard to see. It's right in everybody's face. Mm -hmm. It's not hidden. It's coming out of dark shadows, man. Yeah. There's no Okay? Now what the people got to do is to make sure these people don't pop off because, man, there's major, major efforts to start World War III because they know they got nothing else to stand on. Them white people all over Europe is raising hell. With trucks and tractors. Yeah, so on. And of course, the media don't want you to know. So they don't want to show you this stuff. Man, I've seen police lines 
get bum rushed. I did too with them tractors. Yes, big tractors. The police was running out the way. Them like earth diggers, but these things are huge. Okay, they make police rolls of police cars look like toys. Okay, like transformers or something. And all the police—that's what they look like. Yeah, all the police could do was get out the way. Period. So. These white people know what's going on, but the governments, the governments just like here, are criminal, and they violating laws left and right, so that the people don't stand up and fend for themselves, they gonna run over them. That's what they've yeah. been doing. We all saw it with COVID. They had hearings on COVID the other day, Bear. Okay. It was mind-blowing. I didn't see that. Again, all of the information is starting to come out, documented. So now, as we pointed out last week, in some of these European countries, they're trying to pass laws that if you say anything negative about mRNA, they can put you in prison. And then you look at who owns the companies that produce this poison. I hate to be redundant. Oh, Testament. No question about it. They pass a law to protect these demons. And what would you call uh, people that kill millions of people and then run around out here and grin in your face and tell you, don't you even mention the word, we'll lock you up. they psychopaths, Bear. Yeah. <laughs> They're straight psychopaths. And anything that looks like it makes sense, oh, man, it's like sunlight to a vampire. Literally. So they have to keep everything in the dark, shadows. I don't know how much time we got left, Bill, but I'd like to stop right there because I, I got other super big articles. How much time we got left? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we, can, we can take some calls now. Okay. Like I just wanted to tell the uh, family the number again is 323 Eight six push number one. I'm gonna open up the phone line. So if you got comments, questions, uh, this is your time. And we uh, go. We'll be off of the internet and on the telephone in eight minutes. And also, please donate to Dr. Robert X GoFundMe. It's on the Truth to Power page, and I appreciate uh, you helping Dr. Uh, Dr. Robert X, I'm getting ready to call you Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, helping Dr. Robert X out. <laughs> I'm just there with you. <laughs> oh. All right. Let me. Uh... And, Bill, did you, did you manage to find Dark Shadows? Yeah, I posted it in the uh, chat room. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Ben. All right. Uh, let's see who we got here. We got 312. 
312 312632 You still with us? Oh, I see. You've been misled. That that that's Malcolm. That. Yeah. Okay. Malcolm, Malcolm too. Yeah. Uh huh. I got post Malcolm posted. Okay. Uh, seven oh eight Chicago. Seven oh eight. Do you have your mute on? All right, I guess um damn fell asleep on us, uh, Doctor X. I've been known to do that. <laughs> okay, let's try. Let's do it. Tugmo, Tugmo. What's good? What's good? How's everybody? How, how are you feeling? I'm feeling um better. I'll be on this week. I feel um stressed. Well, I got some work no, to do, don't. but I feel a little. A little better this week, you know. What I'm okay. Huh? You been ill? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Had some some issues, Doctor X. You know what I'm saying? I I call you off off that line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But um, man, um, I was gonna say. First thing, did you get the articles I sent you? I got to look. Okay, some videos. Um, are you familiar with the brother Leon, Roma, Roma Leon? Roma? Roma, wrong. Yeah, I think it's Roma Leon. No. Yeah, excellent, excellent brother, man. I sent him, I sent you a video, a couple of videos from him. Um, I thought, you know, you think um, the head of political science at Howard. So I'm thinking, oh, this going to be uh, one of them um, ultra-liberals. Whoa. I consider that. I said, oh, man, if he's teaching the kids, we got a good, good start going on here. Oh yeah, yeah, he's real good. Um, so I sent you a bit. Huh? Howard University, yeah, yeah, man. Well, he he was breaking down the whole everything you break down. He was breaking it down, but I said this is this is um awesome, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's he's teaching. Hmm. He's telling the truth, and he's still there. Yeah, man, had the thing. Hold on, man. I'm trying to close my bedroom door so I wake up my wife. Huh? Say that again, Doctor X. I said I gotta. I'm, I'm looking to pull that up right now because I gotta see that they don't allow this stuff. They don't allow the truth, man. Man, I don't went through about ten to do. Um, um, videos, and I was like, oh, shoot, but I sent you, I think, two of them, because he had one with, um, um, hold on, let me go to the thing here, man, because I, I, I'm actually shocked, man, he had one with, um, Steve Ritter, I think, or John Ritter, um, uh-huh. white boy, um, 
Well, either way, man, I, I sent that to you, and I sent one I think he did with um, someone, Kajuma, uh, another brother. But, um, yeah, they was on point, man. Um, wow. Did you see this, this whole thing with Wendy's, man? With who? Wendy's, the food, the food chain. No. So they came out today, and they used a specific word. But I guess the best way to call it would be dynamic pricing. So what they want to do now is um, change the price during the day so when they have peak hours, they have to raise the price of the food. And uh, when when it's a slow time, the prices get lower to get drive more traffic to the store. Yeah, um, I did about that. Man, I said I ain't never going there again. Oh, uh, they out of their mind. Um, so you, if you go on your lunch break, you're gonna pay extra couple dollars for the food because right. they they crowded. Like that's my fault. They crowded. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should be happy y'all crowded. You know, so I'm protesting because if they do, if they get away with this and still make money, then everybody's gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? This this is sort of like um when you catch an Uber. During uh, a rainstorm, all of a sudden the prices is almost twice as high. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, this is crazy. We in a world. Can I be heard? Yeah, huh? we hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that was out of my mind, man. Oh, uh, so that that was one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, because I I think this is gonna be. Uh, go everywhere, man. This this is gonna be terrible. Um, did you see the the, the Italian skit of Biden over there? Say that again. It was a skit the town Italian media put out of Joe Biden. He kept falling as he was going to the podium. I yeah, understand what they extremely accurate. They could have got somebody that looked a little bit more like him, but yeah, I, I said. This dude is the last of stock of the world right now, man. They know it. He knows it. They don't care. You know what? He got the illusion of power. At least he thinks he has it. But it's the people mm-hmm. that hardly hear you. We can't hardly hear you, Doctor. I think he has the illusion of power. He thinks he has power. So nobody going to give up power. It don't matter what the people think of him. Because we didn't put him in there to begin with. <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, what has he got to lose? Nothing. Oh, yeah, man. Trump winning big in Michigan. He's killing it right now. Oh, mm-hmm. 67, 60-some thousand people went out to vote uncommitted on the Democratic side. So, and that's only 50% of the, the, the votes in. So you're going to have probably 120,000 people that went out just not to vote for Biden. <laughs> in the state, they need, they need to, they, if they don't drive up the numbers in Michigan, it's over. You know, this is, so they, I mean, this is almost to the point where he can't even cheat it. Because I don't see by, um, Trump doing bad in um, New York, especially with the immigration thing. He might win California and New York. Uh, not Cali. He ain't gonna win Cali. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's illegal central. That is true. That is true. But the white people pissed out in Cali, man. And it just like us, they seeing all this money they getting. Uh, uh, we seeing all this money they getting, man. It's out of control. You know, same oh, this is where it's the same story. Oh, Tut, was that email you sent me? Uh, was one of them titled "The Collapse of Western Liberal Order"? <clears throat> Doctor Wilma Leon. That's it, Wilma Leon. The other one, I think, I just put excellent. Oh, uh, that's okay. him. That's that's how I heard of him because I I listened to that dude, uh, Doctor Waterloo. Yeah, he's on that that video. He's a white, um, but he's from another country. But he used to be um, army intelligence. So mm-hmm. he comes out and he tells the truth every day. So they done un un um made it so you can't send him no money on YouTube and everything. So he just does the videos for free. And then yep. he got a um, Patreon where you know he does his real stuff. He so he but I, I listen to him every day, and he had the the brother Leon as a guest and mm-hmm. i was like yo who is this dude i ain't never heard of this guy so i typed his name in youtube and found out he got his own channel and he got quite a few videos probably the last three months it's like he he was doing it a few years ago but it was short videos but the format the last few months is have a guest on and talk about you know politics current, mm-hmm. current events and things but he has guests that are not liberal blacks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, I'm like, oh, how did they speak this guy past us? You know what I'm saying? So he's at Howard, political science teacher at Howard, the head of the political science department or whatever. So we we doing good if he's teaching them. Does he take a pistol with him every day? Uh, uh, quick, what, what do you think? Huh? Does he take his pistol with him every day? What do you think? Nah, man, this dude seemed like one of them people that people don't mess with because he know his stuff. You ain't gonna, you, it's no, no one challenging what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Because he, and, the, and, the, and while he's talking, somebody will mention a book and he'll reach behind him. He got that shit. Oh, I got that. You know what I'm saying? Did you read his other book? Here, look, check this out. You know what I mean? He got all that stuff. It's all. It's good to have ammunition, brother. <laughs> so I, he looked like one of them dudes that his office is a mess. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that that type of guy. Yeah, he got. But he know his shit. He know everything is. You know. Um. So yeah, man. Um. This whole thing down in um Atlanta. I mean, really, I don't care who the chick is messing with. But Me? it's just coming out like. It, it, it is it is a good side story, being that they 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 making a big deal out of nothing, and I don't like the fact that she got the rappers on trial. I you know I, I feel like you know you can't. I mean it is at some point, not to say they innocent, but how you using they they songs against them? I mean that could mean anything the way they say it. It don't mean something happened. I just don't like it, man. I think that that's that, what she that's to attack on him? First Amendment. Huh? That's what she using to convict him, the lyrics and the songs? 
Yeah, she's trying to associate the lyrics with particular crimes that happened around Atlanta, particular murders, or hits that what he put out apparently. And you know, once you put brothers on the stand for Rico, and they see a few dudes work with the government, and their punishment is they get to go home. Come on, man! Like I remember back in the days, like if you go back to the '60s, right? And they yep. bust um, Frank Lucas and Nicky Barnes, and they testified. I mean, they 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 turned state. They they snitched. Right. And they got thirty five years. Right now, by the time yep. you got to the nineties with Alpo, he got twenty years. Yep. You see how it changed? Now yep. you get to go home six nine. You get to go home with a with an ankle bracelet. <laughs> You know, and, and, and good. Thanks for helping us. You know, so your crimes don't matter. So now they made it too good to snitch on people, man. So everybody's just taking the deal, taking the deals against them. But you know, it is what it is. But I'm I'm pretty glad. I'm glad in New York they can't do. They can't use your lyrics against you in your songs. You know, in New York it, they passed the law where it's considered <laughs> art and. Didn't uh, they try to do that before in another trial? They tried to use the lyrics of the song to convict somebody else. I forget the, the name of the, 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 the they person. They did it to Master P. Brother named C. Murder. And he's been here for about 20 years now, man. They used his lyrics, tied him to a murder. They've been trying to get him home forever. Um, but in Louisiana, he got life. His, his artist's name is C. Murder. Well, Mr. Yeah, Murder, yeah, that's, can you swear yeah, that's, Mr. <laughs> that, you know that that's just how they went to court. His name is C. Murder. You know, come on. You know, I know sometimes that help, man. That, that don't help having your your artist's name is C. Murder. Come, come on. <laughs> and it's his brother. And it's his brother. And he wow. got all the money in the world, especially back then when this happened. But. Louisiana is a whole nother story, man. They locked his ass up, man. And he's yep. been in there ever since, man. Yeah, if I was so, um, what I would do, I would write a letter to Orange Man. I would write a letter to Orange Man to make sure I, I put some nice, crisp $100 bills in an envelope to his campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't know if um, Orange Man going to let go of a convicted murderer. You know, those dudes that he let go of were convicted of much lesser crimes, you know, Little Wayne and gun possession and uh, Kodak Black with some sexual misconduct stuff he was charged with. But this is kind of, this is kind of like, you, know, you let go of murder. Or they see murder. Oh, you know, white people are wrong with this. The Democrats are wrong with this one, man. He better leave his yeah. ass in here. But what, what, what were the circumstances, Ted? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't know about this. Man, it's the nineties, but um some some fight somewhere they got into someone this was New Orleans before Katrina. So wow. must, we don't need to say more. This is worse than this is worse than New York and Chicago on their worst day. You know what I'm saying? Straight poverty. Huh? He been in jail that long? Yeah, he been in there. Oh yeah, man. It's the nineties. Look, I would write I'd write a letter. I write a letter and put a nice, healthy campaign donation 
and ask for his forgiveness in uh, uh, basically what's the term they use where he time served. He spent 20 years in the joint. He's been yeah. a rehabilitator. Yeah, he's been in there that long, man. Yeah. It can't hurt him. That's what I would do. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm saying? And, and even if they let him go, man, look how much of his life he missed. You know what I'm saying? Especially if he didn't do it, I don't know. They was wild back then. You know, the times were different in, in that ever. If he just spent 20 years in a joint, that's more than enough time to say he's rehabilitated. Oh, yeah, man, that's more than 20. It's 2024. He's been in there since about 1994. It's like 30. 30, yeah. He got, he got charged with life. No, you know, he got hit with the L. This yeah, is so Louisiana. What, what are you going to do at his age? Come out here and form another game? Man, they, Louisiana, I don't think they care. <laughs> I saw the movie I, like he better he better steal a goddamn airplane and try to fly you off the damn plantation down there, so man. And he, he out there, he out there chopping rocks, man. This is Louisiana. I think it's worth a try, Ted. I would do if that was my brother. That's what I would do. Oh, well, we'll see, man. Maybe Master P better um try to bring some of the black vote with him. You know what I'm saying? Or something. That's what I'm saying. But um. Yeah, yeah. Did you see Trump's speech at the CPAC? I think I, I sent that to you too. And um, him and the dude from a uh, is it not Venezuela. Uh, uh, what's the young dude watch. that that put all them MS13 gang members in jail? Oh, okay, okay. Young watch Trump. And I, I like how he, he tried to, well, he didn't try to. He did a good job showing he was mentally confident by, he started his normal story about how he got Mexico to put the troops on the border. He called up, you know, his normal story. But in the right. middle, he stopped and went to another story. He said, I'm going to get back to that one. But this one is, I'm, I'm in the mood for So he goes to this one. Then he switched and got to another story. And he said, I thought I was going to forget the other story. He went back to the first story. He said, come on, who's not mentally confident? So he was showing how he could go. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was showing how I didn't forget where I was started at. Let's go back to the wall. That's where we started at with the troops. And, yeah, he he pretty much um, killed that whole narrative. I think that was one of his best um, speeches. And he just freestyled all that. No teleprompter. Uh-huh. He said, man, turn that teleprompter off. He said, Joe Biden can't do this. You know, he, he talked his stuff. He did a little cursing. You know what I'm saying? But um, he, he was um, that I sent that to you, man. I liked how he did that. He did it like a good 30-minute thing where he, and you could tell he was doing that on purpose. Right. To get back to the second story, to get back to finishing the first story, and then let them know. Oh, y'all thought I was gonna forget the the very first with the original point I was making. So it was just a um expert at showing his cognitive ability as compared to someone who we know can't finish a sentence. I don't see how anyone can meet with this dude. Um, uh, but that's all I have for y'all, man. I'll meet myself.
Excellent comments, Tuck. Thank you, Tuck. Better love. And nobody, when, when anybody meet with this dude, you better believe there's two or three other people in the room translating what Biden is trying to say. Because you can't hold a, a conversation for any... Admiral Nelson Bay. Biden. You know, um, yes. I'm establishing a parallel economy alongside what the um, satanic version of World Economic Forum and the current United Nations, with the exception of the United Nations Office of International Treasury Control, whose controller, His Excellency Dr. Ray C. Dam, is not a Zionist. And okay. so my the point is... Or the current vice presidential nominee for Orange Man. That's right. That's that's who I intend to be. You all of it? I I have yet to meet Mr. Trump, and I uh, intend to meet Don Trump Jr. sometime uh, in mid-March, in less okay. than three weeks. And I'll keep you updated as to my progress in that effort. Because um, you would know this. Is there moves being made to bring Orange Man to Chicago? There very well may be. Do you Mr. Know Trump is popular. Mr. Trump is popular amongst black folks here in Chicago. And well, they you know. would be amenable to him coming to Chicago. And I hope that maybe Mark Carter can say we're from the west side and we'd be happy to have Mr. Trump here for a rally. And uh, we don't particularly care what Brandon Johnson, the outgoing one-term Chicago mayor, whom I'm also going to be replacing, uh, says about it. Could you repeat that? What is he or what? I want my friend from the west side, uh, Mark Carter, to uh, say at City Hall, um, there are black folks here in Chicago that want Mr. Trump to come to a rally. And... um, Notwithstanding what outgoing one-term mayor um, Brandon Johnson says or thinks about it, the will of the people is eternal law of the land. Mayor, is that what you said? Yes, I'm Chicago's next mayor. Did you hear us say that after his election? Did you hear what we said was going to happen to him? Brandon Johnson? Yes. He's one-term mayor. I'm replacing him. We said by the end of the year, black people were going to be hollering and screaming to get rid of him. For sure. We said it at one of my last forums here back last year, right after he got elected. And there were people in the audience that disagreed. One of them wanted to bet me. I wouldn't bet him because I don't have the money to be gambling on anything. And I haven't talked to that brother since. So we are not surprised that black people here in Chicago are starting to look at things to some degree from a rational position. It's about time. I don't have to tell you, because you've been right there around us where we've been laying out who is who and what is what? 
in terms of the body politic and how it's really affecting us and what are we getting, what kind of return we're getting on our investment. Okay? If the body politic was a 401k, we'd be screaming like hell because we would have lost all of our retirement capital. Okay? Go ahead, Drew. Gold is always money, according to J.P. Morgan. And I have a parallel economy that is going to uh, be subsumed into Federated State Bank of North America. I'm talking about U.S. Federal Reserve System and the SWIFT system as we know it. And my Federated State Bank of North America is going to be back on gold, back by gold, collateralized and effectively securitized to coin AURUM, A-U-R-U-M, U.S. notes, which is gold-embossed paper-like money with one one-thousandth of a troy ounce being the dollar gold parity equaling, equaling one U.S. dollar. And we're going to print, or I should say coin, um, millions, billions of those. And that's going to be there to replace uh, Federal Reserve paper currency with no intrinsic value. And that is huge. I need a wheelbarrow to carry that. That's that's too heavy, man. Check out um, verifiedgoldbacks.com. That's uh, Mike Adams, the health ranger. Okay. Uh, Verified goldbacks. I left Mike Adams alone a long time ago because many of the things that he was predicting, they all seem to come up wrong. I like Mike, Mike Adams. Adams. I do too. He's divinely ordained. Okay. Well, he may be divinely ordained, but as a listener to his over the years, he's wrong quite often. Well, Mr. Trump seemed to be incorrect, but he's divinely ordained as well. Now, I don't know about the divinity of these people, but I do know about their predictions. We claim that uh, Orange Man is the Antichrist. There may be some element of truth to that. Who said that? Mike Adams? You said that in 2016, that you believe that Donald Trump is the Antichrist, and he may very well be. With the emphasis being on Christ and what this Christ really represents, and it represents consciousness. And I've made it quite clear. I don't know if the consciousness is for the revelation of the anti-spirit here on the planet, because it looked to me like that's what he woke up. And as a result of his presidency, we've seen the satanic stuff right out in the open in everybody's face. So is he here to wake up this spirit? I don't know. All I know is what we've seen happen over the last four or five years has no precedent. With trannies running loose, killing people, and acting a damn fool everywhere, and being rewarded for it. With people openly pushing Satanism, being given awards, 
in Hollywood and some of these other places, the hip-hop awards and all this kind of garbage. We've seen this right before our eyes. That didn't happen under Obama. Didn't happen under Bush. Didn't happen under Clinton. But Obama's administration was a coming out for the dysfunctional element that exists in this country. And under Biden, they've been elevated. It's not my opinion. Metals with Mike.com. I intend to partner with uh, Health Ranger Mike Adams in this effort as it relates to Federated State Bank of North America. Okay. Replacement of U.S. Federal Reserve System as we've known it. Restoring the full faith and confidence of the U.S. dollar as preeminent world reserve currency. That's Franklin Delano Roosevelt would say. I know you did a Franklin Delano Roosevelt imitation, man. <laughs> you know, he I'm the real deal. To do with gold and the Federal Reserve and all those kind of things, too. So, are you resurrecting Franklin Delano Roosevelt? I'm his political alter ego in many ways. Wow. I and know also you America's are. Black Hitler. If you were a sign in the Zodiac, you couldn't be one sign. You'd have to be several because you occupy, occupy a lot of houses, man. How you like that, Bear? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, li- <laughs> I'm listening. A lot of houses in the Zodiac. I, I, he'd almost have at least three Zodiac signs up under him. Mm. <laughs> okay. Governor, that- uh, vice presidential nominee. So you he you just going through and you're gonna see which one stick, huh? I'm going to generate the optics that makes me a more formidable mayoral candidate when I'm the incumbent vice president. I may run for governor of New York and I have uh Darren Bailey, the Republican nominee for governor, as my running mate for lieutenant governor. And then I want him to choose uh, the sister from the West Side who ran for uh, governor of Illinois as a Democrat, uh, Beverly Miles. Okay, man. You as know his lieutenant gubernatorial running mate. And then I, I go on to run for mayor of Chicago. You doing all this, brother? I got an idea. We're going to put a yes, poster stamp on your ass and mail you to Trump. <laughs> 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 As the, true, as the true answer to shutting down the border. If you're doing all this, brother, we ain't got to do nothing but put a stamp on your ass and turn you loose on that border. We're going to send it register mail and make sure you get there. <laughs> and we get Not the receipt. <laughs> receipt, man. Yeah. We're, <laughs> I appreciate what you're saying, Dr. Robert X. Yes, sir. But I, I think you got it, man. I just hope you can stretch far enough to cover that border. 
we're going to identify every U.S. natural person, every living soul in this country. And we're going to have a massive uh, quantum computer connected to what we call, um, uh, what they call that in China, uh, social credit scores. And we'll have um, recorded Dynex auditing sessions, which people can use as um, videotaped uh, depositions that are permissible in court. We're well, going man, to you put know, this whole system together. You know something, Drew? I don't, yeah. I'm not, I, I said this before, man. I don't too much even worry about what Orange Man is going to do to combat his nemesis. Because it would seem to me that after all they've done, if they haven't figured out that there's something extraordinary about how this guy is able to maneuver around everything they do. I'm going to give you one classic example, and then I'm going to shut up because I'm, I'm a little tired. Do you know who came up with the term fake news? No, Sir Donna's question mark. I don't know. No, no. That's close. Hillary Clinton. Orange man that term, and then he took it for himself and turned it into a major theme of his campaign, and she was the one that started. Now, that should have let all of them know that you've got to deal with this man through unconventional means. They had the witches, right? That was in 2016. Okay? They even consulted the uh, Local 12, the Villains, Thieves, and Scoundrels Union. And that didn't work. So they're saying now that the only way that they can deal with this dude is to assassinate him. Speaking of which, did you hear about the Ukrainian that got arrested for trying to plant a bomb underneath Tucker Carlson's car while he was in Russia? I didn't hear about that. You didn't hear about that? I hate to say Google it, but Google it. Ukrainian agent caught an assassination attempt on Tucker Carlson. In Russia, and he got caught by the Russian authorities and confessed. Many I've always like personally, huh? I, I've always personally liked um, Vladimir Putin, and I still like Russian President Vladimir Putin. He's one of the good guys, I think. Uh, that's enough to get you arrested, uh, my brother. Where? Uh, stay tuned for tomorrow. We're going to go into it tomorrow. Okay. You, you just heard these Old Testament people saying anybody that disagrees with Biden uh, is a pro-Putin operative. And they should be arrested. That's in the Atlantic. The same NATO that sent those Sorties over Libya and then 
murdered the Libyan president. Same and we would expect those types of individuals to talk like that. They'll be allowed for the time being. My question They'll brother, be dealt with as time goes on. How is it that black people can support anything having to do with NATO after what they did to Libya under totally fake and false pretenses? And Libya is still a shambles to this day. To this day. If they'd left Libya and Colonel Gaddafi the hell alone, they would have less influx of foreigners coming into Europe. And a lot less gold. Well, thank you, Carla. We're going to continue this tomorrow. Thank you, my dear sister. Okay. Excellent call. Hotel. I wanted to, well, I wanted to tell you to call uh, again, but I'm scared. <laughs> he, he said what? I said I want to tell him to call again, but I'm scared. <laughs> he he welcomed the call back tomorrow. And uh, y'all, uh, uh, go ahead. I'm just assuming that he's probably going to be president by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what they say, if you believe it, you can conceive it. And and you are, uh, your storm is over here now. This sounds like bricks going to break the window. Exactly. These big old hell storm. Yeah. Well, let me it's see. Who is this? Uh, it's moving very fast. Not here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's here. It's here now. Because wow. it's can, can these windows up. 404-453. Oh, I just called in because I heard a lot of bullshit going down. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's epic, man. I hear some bullshit, man. Hey, 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 man. Hey, but, hey. But my man Tupmos, he right with Dr. Wilma Leon, man. I used to listen to him when he was on XM radio. And me and him had some serious discussions. But he was a little too left democratic for me. Maybe he done got he done got wise now. But yeah, Dr. Brother, Leon, brother, he's sharp, man. Brother, I say Dr. Brother, Leon, he's sharp, man. He used to be a little left. Huh? The truth don't really have no side. It just right, is. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, but he, he all right, he all right, he all right, man. He's smart. Yeah. Man. He told me some stuff about what to do, but he's sharp, man. Maybe he got a little bit more. He maybe he, if a lot of he waking up a little bit better, better than last time I talked to him a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, man, with all this bullshit going down, it's to me it's all like bullshit, man. Everything is bull. Everybody full of shit, man. Everybody sick, man. <laughs> if if you ain't sick, you're lying. But anyway, hey, 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 yeah, with this shit, well, I knew that damn uh, so-called spy that was supposed to be uh, trying to trap Biden. You know, I look at the name. What is his name, man? Smirnoff fucking Barker, man. The dude named Smirnoff right there. That day, that's some more bullshit names, man. Y'all don't speak. I, I guess I speak stuff, man. I knew that was some, some game. They run that boo game all the way around. It's called the boo game they running, man. Full tilt. Everybody wants to run a boo, boo, boo game and boo shit game, man. That's why it's fun to be alive to see all this shit, man. And, uh, I just had to uh, 
fumigate, come out, call in after that uh, previous call. I have to fumigate every time I hear it, man. Like, got to check my shoes to see if I got some of that shit on my shoe, man. Doctor, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that doctor dude asked sick, man. <laughs> Say what, Mister Bell? No, I was just saying, Doctor X phone uh, dropped. Oh yeah, speaking of him, damn, I was hearing his phone call drop for the last time we talked about the cell phone. The next day they had their hacking shit going on. So I just want to mm-hmm. let the family know everything we talk about and say we spit seeds out and the shit happened in my life. I can't speak for nobody else, man. Every yeah, time I call yeah. in and talk to y'all about something, shit, the stuff happened. Yeah. And I wanted to damn, uh, ask Robert X about, uh, uh, was he going to say a few words for, uh, for uh, 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 that dude that just passed, Jacob Rothschild, but I called him tomorrow and uh, 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 talked to him about that. I was waiting for him to say that, about that Rothschild mm-hmm. dude that just went in. Yeah, I don't like I to talk to you a little. just passed away. Yeah, 87 years old, man. That fucking done stole enough money, man. They stole it, and hopefully the children come back a little bit better. The next the next generation will try to amend mm-hmm. uh, what the... But anyway, Sister Bill, well, I don't did. talk too long. That's, did you did you uh, did you hear mm-hmm. did you hear mm-hmm. about um Mays died, the councilman in Flint? No. When the hell? Saturday. Oh man, he was a good brother, man. I hope it ain't that easy. Yes, he was. Damn, I was hoping well, he might have had I tried to, I contacted him. And, and they had kicked him off the city council and for so many months or something, weeks or something, and he died before he could get back on there. Well, his favorite words, though, when people talking, they're out of order, you're out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you let me know. Because uh, yeah. it's not time ain't no joke, man. You know what I'm talking about? I know. Enjoy yourself while I enjoy myself while I'm here and laughing all this shit, man. And what's mm-hmm. going on, especially with me, I laugh at this shit. You got the doctors and nurses and all that laugh at this shit, man. But anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go, Sister Bill. And, okay. Uh, I'll talk to Ro- Robot X tomorrow, there, but every time I hear that clown talk, man, it's a full of bullshit. <laughs> especially when they call when they in on our show and want to stick their dog right. nose in our shit. They try to throw the shit off with all that bullshit. I mean, it's, it's a joke, man. I, I can't have, I see shit, man. Anyway, Sister Bill, I'm going to catch you on the next episode. And I love y'all. Okay. All right. Better Better love. love uh, General. Okay. Shalom. Thanks for listening. Shalom. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay. Uh, we'll be bold. Uh, now provide how we do. Uh, get out. Yo. When it rains, it pours. The saying it pours.
gotta love it. With the good times, also come to fuck it. Don't think nothing of it, cause the stress will mess up your nugget. I think some tears in a bucket, motherfucker. Cause we all go to trials and tribulations. And we all deal with real life situations. Day out and day in, like a family relationship. And the occupation, peace. All week long, you're back at your workplace. Until you receive that check on Thursday. Night to go shopping, lay up and chill. But you got your own apartment, so you gotta pay bills and understand that the hardships we face are real. Like the emotions at times find hard to consider. But don't let tomorrow reflect on how today will. Just be grateful that you're able to deal with the cars God dealt you. Cause when times get hard, He's there to help you. I had plans myself too, but they fell through. So I kept my composure and I'm here to tell you that is. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.